action. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! I take this action That movie stuck! Can we get serious now? It's the Fortress Film Society on The Chad Duke Show. Did it again. Turn on, can I get a thumbs up? <laughs> Thank you. Starting the show should not be this difficult. It's, it does seem to be a challenge sometimes. Every, sometimes? Well, all right. Every time. I'm blaming myself because it usually feels like it's a bigger problem when I'm here. No, I... Look, I'm going to try to use a more positive managerial technique. Jim, what can I do to help you start the show? Um, just be yourself. Well, but I do that, and then everything gets completely fucked up. So what can I... I need to do something additionally, because the mics have to be turned on. And I also, I'd like to start doing a bit maybe where the boys get to check their headphones before the, <laughs> the fucking music starts. I was, I was going to volunteer to be responsible for that movie. That'd be great. I'll leave myself a little note here if that's yeah. okay. Check headphones before we start. Nice. Yeah, that would be great. Fuck, dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I like them loud, too, but... <laughs> I don't like them loud. Yeah, mine were actually speakers, I think, that just happened to have sure. a headphone cord plugged into them at this point. Sure. Uh, thank you for bearing with us. It is the Fortress Film Society. Always a good time. I am your host, The Shootster, broadcasting live from the Fortress of Solid Dudes, beautiful downtown Old Town, Fairfax, Virginia, at the behest of Monks Barbecue in Percival, Percival, Virginia, and of course, Monks on the Farm, now open in Lovettsville at Flying Ace Farm. I'm Shoot, that's Sweet Daddy James. Hello, Jim, how are you, buddy? Hey there, boy, doing good, yourself? Hey there, we're going to sit around and talk about movies, I'm very excited. Uh, there is Loud Goat sitting across from me. Hello, Loud Goat. Hello, it's uh, it's nice outside, but uh, I still want to let everybody know that I welcome the dead into my soul. Oh, very good, yeah. I appreciate that, because we had a lot of that this past week. Uh, I actually saw Evil Dead... I think the day after we decided to. So oh, nice. I, I did too. Yeah, yeah, I've had some time to think about it, so I'm um, looking forward to that. We have uh, three movies to discuss tonight. The Tuber will be a part of that. Uh, Tubi, Luby is over there. Luby up and up is Tubi. Hello, Tube. I've uh, I've certainly had my share of movies in the last week. I think I knocked out like 12 in four days. That's how many times you've had COVID. So it actually <laughs> exactly. makes perfect. I, uh, Over the same stretch of time. Yeah, it's man. really quite something. I went around telling, not good, of course, but I went around telling people that the tube had COVID again. And they're like, the first question was, again? How many times is that? And I was like, I don't know. And, they, and then they're like, I don't know anyone else that still gets COVID right now. And then I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to put that out there. But... Yeah, man, that's a that's a rough fucking uh, beat. Seems like Nashville is becoming a bit of a hot spot. That's at least what Shaking Shaking Shake E was saying. Oh, so well, Shaking E's very pro COVID. Um, <laughs> I, I want to put it out there that I am not. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I, 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 I don't I like want COVID I'm against less it. than anyone right now. Yeah, well, that you you did you did decide to visit Shaking E while you're in Nashville. It's that's a very true. high chance that that's going to happen. That's to you. true. Um, all right. Well, we've got a, a plethora of piñatas to discuss tonight. I believe it was the Tubers selection. Indeed. Um, and then I also there's a couple of trailers. And then I had a um, I, I wanted to run this past you guys. I know we've stopped doing stories basically because the, the only thing worse than movies is people that write about movies. Mm. Um, I found the bottom. I found for me. The, OK. The worst movie headline I've ever read. 
Uh, um, and I wanted to share it with you and get your reaction. I, I think I might have an idea of which one that is. Yeah. I can at least figure yeah. out subject matter, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then I also, uh, there's a, a sequel happening to one of my favorite movies of all time that I was unaware of. So uh, <laughs> I would like to discuss that at some point tonight, too. But uh, it was your selection, The Tube, so please, the floor is yours. 2005's Red Eye, directed by Wes Craven, um, starring Rachel McAdams, Killian Murphy, Brian Cox, in uh, a role where I think he was on set for half a day, and uh, very dyed hair. <laughs> I was just going to say his hair threw me off a yeah, little bit. Yeah. yeah, this is pretty soon after he was in X Two. Well, I guess X Two was like two thousand two, maybe this was two thousand five. So a little bit removed. This was Wes Craven's follow up to Scream Three. Uh, he actually released two movies in two thousand five: Red Eye and then a movie called Cursed, which is a hmm. London werewolf movie. I have not seen. He only made two movies after this before he died, though. He did My Soul to Take in 2010, and then Scream 4 in 2011. So we are at uh, the tail end of his career, especially after, you know, he's been in Franchise Town for quite some time. He was just making those Scream movies for a while, and then, you know, he was involved in, in the Elm Street movies before that. They were all real good, um, so. Good super tight, make. super tight thriller, uh, mid-2000s thriller about a woman who uh, takes a red eye back home and is sitting next to someone who's involved in political assassination, and she becomes his target to, I guess, move some of the chess pieces around so that they can assassinate this political figure. Is he a senator or something like that? Don't Congressman? know. He's, like he's the, one of those he's guys. The head, he's the Secretary of Homeland Security or something okay, like that, something I think. Like yeah, that, that's yeah. His. So uh, we've got, it's it's got a little bit of that, like, you know, mid-2000s terror, threat, fear, whatever. I mean, that's like all over these types of movies. A lot of mansplaining. In that, in that, um, <laughs> in that time period. And, uh... I remember like posters for it. I don't even know if I ever saw a trailer for this movie. I just remember seeing posters. I see like the DVD and Blockbuster or whatever. This was my my first go around sitting with it. It was free on HBO Max. Um, yeah, that's that's the snapshot. Saw this when it came you, you out. You saw it in theaters. Yeah, right? I liked yeah. it very much when it came out. I'll just spoiler alert. Did not like it as much this time around. Okay. Um, I watched it with my wife. She'd never see it, and she's like, "Cillian Murphy is a really good actor, but it's kind of hard to." When he turns into it, the creep, it's like, all right, yeah. 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 But the part where he's like the really groovy dude that's being polite, and it's like his eyes are on the opposite <laughs> sides of his head, and he's you're got like, the butt well, cut. You're like, wait a second. You're you're like, the a- fuck? Are you- Rachel McAdams would not find you at the ho- at the airport bar. <laughs> um, I like the era, though, era. So it's like it's a fun time for movies. Mm-hmm. The concept's decent. The- my biggest hangout with this movie has nothing to do with this movie. There is a movie that I've talked about with you guys a hundred times called Turbulence that stars Ray Liotta, yeah. where he's a serial killer on a fucking plane. And I fucking love that movie. And I ended up watching Turbulence right after I watched Red Eye. And I was oh, like, wow. this is why I'm... It's not Red Eye's fault that it's not Turbulence. Right. It's it's a different movie. Yeah. Kind of I think Red Eye probably right? people think is a better movie. But but Turbulence is everything I want. It's, okay. it's Ray Liotta playing Jack Torrance on a fucking plane chasing more Holly around. <laughs> Do you guys see Flight Plan with Jodie Foster? Absolutely. Because that came out around the same time, and I, it's another movie similar to this, Oscar right? stole that DVD from me. I had bought a DVD of Flight Plan. <laughs> I lent it to him. He never gave it back to me. Is it worth checking out? I loved it. I thought yeah. it was great. Okay. Yeah. okay. I like Jodie Foster. I'm going to have to check it out then. Um, what'd you think? I like this movie. I thought on its own, without the touch of Wes Craven, I think it'd be not forgettable, but... It'd just be like a okay, and then moving on. And I think Wes Craven really gives it 
yeah, he he's a good director. He knows what to do with the camera. He knows what to do with like building tension. And also, I think he can be pretty funny. Yeah, and there are beats in this that are funny. Um, when it turns into just a scream movie in the last twenty minutes or so, where he's chasing her it through abso- the airport, yeah, it absolutely and then, transitions to slasher movie. Yeah, yeah, once once they get into the house, it, it is like just it, it looks just like Scream, which I'm okay with, and I think it I think it works. Um, it's not incredibly special, but for a tight. 90 minutes, you know, most of it being on an airplane, just these two interacting. Yeah. It it really worked for me. The part where they transitioned from him being kind of this friendly, you know, amiable fellow traveler into not only do I know who you are, but I'm going to do something horrible to you. I, I like that part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a lot of palpable tension on the plane because they're stuck in a metal tube up in the, the air. And you're like, well, how... How is he going to keep her quiet this whole time? There's like a lot of fun gimmicks. It's a little difficult to believe when she's writing in the soap on the wall in the, in the bathroom <laughs> and he kicks the door in and basically is choking her and cleaning off the. It's like, all right, man, I think somebody probably would have said something by this point. There's an air marshal just waiting to have some yeah. some words with you when you get out of here. Yeah. And him charging through the fucking airport. It's like <laughs> someone, like the kid sticks the foot out and trips the guy, but it's like, I guess, is this. This is post 9 11. Yeah, this yeah. is 2005. Everybody would have so jumped the, on this. We are not guy. that far removed. No, yeah. but everyone was jumping on everybody <laughs> yeah. back then. Yeah, the, exactly. the, shoe, the shoe bomber guy, like yeah. they jumped on him and beat the shit out of that guy. Um, so that part was a little tough to. I would say it's un, it's definitely unoffensive. It's a tight, what was it? Less than 90, right? Yeah, it I think it's like 89. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Cillian Murphy's uh, kind of not reached the height of his powers yet is what the way no, I this would. is the same year as batman begins so is it really he was oh, doing more surprising. stuff in, in europe before hollywood and, at this yeah point. and at that point he is kind of establishing himself as kind of a villainous person yeah in in anything like you look at him and you go like well he's the bad guy come yeah. on so that's that might be the one drawback i have is that maybe going into it knowing that he's going to be the bad guy you're kind of at the beginning going like all right all right come on let's get to it i had i had seen the first i think 15 minutes or so on you know, network or on cable television before the commercial break, and I went, "Well, I'm not sitting around for this." So I was pleased that we had a, that we chose to watch this uh, in its entirety, and that uh, you could watch it uncut and commercial free. Um, I think it was there was never a moment where anything slowed down enough to get bored, hmm. and I think that's where the the, the overall run runtime is short, but no individual segment or sequence of the movie really got it had a chance to get tired. Or tiresome. It was just like, all right, oh, I see. Now he's got her backed into a corner here, and she's going to, nope, that's over. All right, this is going to, well, how long is this going to, nope, all right, they're landing. Oh, okay, cool. We're now at the airport. I was under the impression that the entire thing was going to take place on the plane. Right. And it was actually kind of refreshing that they had the change of venue, even if you did have to kind of suspend your disbelief at airport security, especially if you could put yourself back in that uh, time frame. The funny thing is, is that 28 days later was three years before this. I guess that was his like kind of big lead debut, right? Yeah, but th- th- here's what's weird about it. Is you mentioned Batman Begins. Batman Begins is, I, I don't know if it's all of our favorites. It's my favorite of those three movies. Same here. I can see that. And, same here, yeah. and Batman Begins, when I watch it, it doesn't look dated to me. It looks like it could come out around now. I would say the same thing with 28 days later. This fucking movie looks like it was made in 1996. It's yeah, the fashions and just even the fucking the the lens, whatever they're doing. There's almost like a filtering of the light, where it's just kind of muted. And um, I found that to be interesting that this movie kind of looked older to me when there's two other movies that he's in right around the same period that I think haven't aged that way. Yeah, they haven't fallen prey to that. I think it's always one of those issues whenever you see old technology. 
like the everybody's got their flip phones instead of yeah. smartphones and so i know that that's a nitpick and there's a lot of movies many many movies were made before there were cell phones at all and that's not a hang up for me but for this one specifically it was kind of like oh okay all right well that's how it can easily be sort of taken care of like she can't do x y and z because her phone only does whatever it does so that's that her options for contacting people are taken out of out of her hand big fan of the air airplane phones always loved yes. those when i was a kid flying i'd always look at them and be like who the fuck can afford to use one <laughs> there of these? was there was some comedian who had a bit he says pretty much i think 99 percent of the conversations on those phones are hey i'm calling you from an airplane <laughs> <laughs> It's so f- that's always what f- pops into my head whenever one of those shows up. Yeah, bringing up Twenty Eight Days Later and Batman Begins. I mean, I think like those are both way more stylish, flashy movies. Like, who else could have made Batman Begins? Probably no one besides Nolan. Who else could have made Twenty Eight Days Later? No one besides Danny Boyle. I think anyone. When I say anyone, any like director from Hollywood could have stepped in and made this movie, and I think it would have been lesser than if it was someone like. Wes Craven. Oh, I agree with so, that. So it at least has that going for it. And I, I do think without him, yeah, this is probably just – I think people wouldn't really even be talking about it. There's a bunch of John McTiernan movies where I was like, if there was some other dude directing this movie, it wouldn't be very good. Mm-hmm. Like, There's nothing really all that mm-hmm. that stands out about the concept, but because he's at the helm, it's like, oh, this is this is good. You know, I'm digging this. Um, and that probably is the same with this movie. If somebody else was in charge of it, it wouldn't be um, – as enjoyable as it was because it was enjoyable i mean it's a fun movie to just sit back and watch and yeah. not have to think about it too much yeah it's a lot of fun which is maybe a strange thing to say about a movie where uh, you know woman's held hostage on an airplane by a person trying to assassinate someone but it was like i said it was fast-paced you never got a chance to slow down and get bored and it was i think the resolution was satisfying I think everything that happened to the people you wanted it to happen to was uh, was delightful, especially when they go back to the hotel lobby and the uh, annoying customers, the annoying uh, yeah. guests are just berating the assistant who'd been left, apparently working like a 36-hour shift. Also which was covering all the jobs yes, in a hotel. The entirety of the hotel was being run by this one you know, very inexperienced woman at the front desk. But yeah, when they finally get their comeuppance for being such, you know, tools from the beginning of the movie, you're kind of satisfied with that as well. It's a nice little cherry on top. Let me defend those shitheads. Um, <laughs> I have been it. I went to spring training and I had a reservation, and I mm. got back to the fucking hotel, and they said we don't have a room for you. And it's a it's a level of I've been working all day, and then we go out for dinner to celebrate and had a few drinks, and so I'm, I'm ready to go fucking go to sleep. And I had to drive 70 minutes north oh. because that was the next closest hotel they could put me in for the free. The losing the reservation part, yes. that I, They were nice. I was fucking <laughs> Mount Vesuvius. So, yeah. Um, but I see what you're saying. But would you have held them responsible if someone had shot a missile into a suite that was happened well, to was be on that. the floor that you were on? Yeah, yeah. Probably I would have uh, handled it a little bit differently. <laughs> I, I did like the turnaround of the whatever it is, the cooler that they put in the water. Yeah. Like, because you see that at the beginning. Yeah, and it's then a nice I, slow play. And then I completely forgot about it until the fishermen i'm like well they have to be involved somehow and then they pull that box out of the water I'm after like, oh, after shit. the coast guard has come to inspect their their boat yeah and yeah. I, I thought that was cool uh it was it was a nice little surprised reminder whatever um and also i i love rachel mcadams i think she's, yeah, she's awesome great. in everything and it was nice it's always nice seeing her in the lead in something she's like this. the main girl mean girl right yes yes i always always Forget. There's two or three. I I always think who's um, Ben Affleck's wife. That's G- in Quiet Place. 
Not Ben Affleck. Uh, Jim from the fucking office. Emily Jesus Blunt. Christ. Yeah. I always, I always, for some reason, I have a fucking like bit of a Mandela effect thing. Oh, wow. I always that, think she's the lead chick in Mean Girls. That's she, an alternate timeline. I have to I check would, my fucking I She's the mean chick in Devil Wears Prada, and they came out at like the same time. Okay. And they were both like, great praised for that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I saw Devil Wears Prada twice in the theater. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And the whole time I was on Glenn Close's side, I was like, fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She doesn't know where that sweater came from. <laughs> um, what do you think, Jim Daddy? I had a lot of fun with that movie. Uh, I get easily sucked into the nostalgia sounds. Like the old technology the goat was referencing, like the phones, the flip phones. When you snap it closed. I don't know why that sound... It makes me happy. Yeah, it's it, comforting. It, yeah, it takes me back to a, I don't know if it's a nice time in life, but it was before I had a lot of stress in my life. So Kids. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's always a plus. But yeah, movie, it was it was a lot of fun. The, the headbutt was a little violent. That on the was yeah. remarkable. Yeah. And that the, he immediately covers us. Oh, no, it's it's fine. Everything's okay. Can we get some aspirin and a, and, and a bottle of water? And it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, how did he know that she's going to wake up? And then how did he know, like, and then also she's like, she's going to have a concussion? Like, she's going to be able to have a slurred speech or something? That was aggressive. I do. I, I do think the scariest part of this movie is that it it challenges the idea that drinking in an airport could lead to problems for you. Mm. Because she, what, he gets her drunk in the airport, and then he's like, who are they going to believe? You're drunk. You got drunk at the airport later on. And I'm like, oh, God. That's like my worst fear. Like, <laughs> that, that, that gets me that, into some type of trouble. That is Dottie's worst fear. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but that's kind of... That's funny. That's your worst fear. That is seven beers while sitting at the fucking airport. I'm well, how many do you have? Uh, I mean, it depends. My problem with that is, like, I'm not trying to piss on a plane eight times. So, like, yeah, now that's it's, fair. it's liquor. Liquor! Um, the, the, that, to me, it feels like you couldn't get away with that now. Where it's like, yeah, hey, you had beers. You're a chick. Yeah. Like I, to me, it's almost like, oh, you were in a cocktail dress. Oh, you definitely want it. Like, it's, it's one of those lines where you could say that in movies back then. And you fair can't enough. do it now. Um, I'll go first. I'll give it a three. Uh, it was unoffensive. I don't know that I would recommend it. Um, I would definitely tell someone if they're watching it, hey, you go ahead and leave it on. It'll be fine. Uh, there's lots of other Wes Craven movies I like more than this, but uh, it's fun, and it's uh, quick, and it's easy, so uh, I feel comfortable with a three. I would say a three and a half um, because I can definitely recommend this to pretty much anybody I know who would enjoy sitting down to watch a movie. Um, I wouldn't necessarily put it at the top of the must-watch lists for anybody, but I would say it's an easy recommend if you're just uh, looking to watch a, a nice, fun, taut thriller. I think it's a three and a half thanks to Wes Craven. Without him, I think it would be a three, uh, a, a high-ish three, but he gives it just a little more, you know, whatever whatever that is. It's, just, it, it's a more enjoyable movie, so yeah, three and a half. Glad I finally got to it. And like, this is the kind of shit that I just want to watch more of. Is hmm. I want to go back to this era, era, and era. find boy, find boy, the movies boy, that era. I missed. And just like I, I saw something the other day where uh, people are starting to be more forgiving of movies from this time period and beforehand well, because, good, like, I don't know, because it's it's light hitting real mm -hmm. objects, and there is a degree of like professionalism behind the people that are making these movies. And I'm like, fuck, man, you're right. Like, I like this way more, I think, just because, wow, this looks better. This looks more natural than most of the shit that's coming out right now. Well, I think that's a key is we have talked about how this that early era of the 2000s is kind of known for the really beginning of oversaturation of bad CGI. Yeah. And so the rest of the movies maybe get a bad rap because of that. So mm -hmm. I think the fact that this one is 
light on effects. And those are the movies I think that you might be more forgiving for things that were lumped into a bad category because, but they don't have those, those horrid aging, poorly CGI effects that maybe kind of, uh, you know, they, they bring the rest of the movies down with them. Mm -hmm. Have you seen urban legend? Yes. You have? Yeah. All that right. one didn't do it for me as much as I wanted. I thought it was fun. I mean, it's clearly just a scream ripoff, but it's in the pocket. It's like what you're talking about. It's like, I think, 1999, somewhere around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a you know, guy with, a, I think, a fencing mask chopping people's heads off. Yeah, who's, <laughs> who's in that? One of the people from uh, the Dawson's Knox, Creek? The, the Noxzema chick. The chick that, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all were into her. Oh, yeah. My God, he's a little too young. Jared Leto's in that movie, too? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to figure that out. A lot, lot of those beards were just this. Yeah. Just the soul patch. <laughs> yeah. The Ryan, the Ryan Philippe. Very late 90s. It's a very bad idea yeah, yeah. that I fell prey to. I think I yeah. had one for a while. I think I technically right now kind of have one, which uh, I took. Unfortunately, the mustache did not get trimmed the way that it normally should. Uh, Jimmy, what did you think? I'm jumping on the bandwagon with a 3.5. It was it was so much fun. I would tell other people to watch it. So, yeah, it was 3.5. Now, would you guys be willing, since we did watch this, it's not my selection, but just for a comparison's sake, to check out Turbulence this next time yeah, around? Yeah, totally. absolutely. Because it's Ray Liotta. And guess who plays a fucking big redneck hayseed serial killer that's on the plane with him? Hmm. Brandon Gleason. Oh, big, shit. thick fucking southern accent on Brandon Gleason wow. in this movie. Awesome. Yeah, really, good, really some great gruesome kill scenes. And Lauren Holly at the, uh, the height of her powers as she was enticing Jim Carrey. So <laughs> very, very big fan of all of that stuff. All right, cool. I think I think the critics fucking hate that movie, too, so it'll be interesting to see what you guys think. Hmm. Oh, wow. 19% critics... Fuck, 19% audience, 16% critics. Yeah. Wow. It oh, is man. on Prime and oh, Paramount shit. Plus right now. Yeah. I, Looking I, forward to it. I watched about an hour of it right after I watched Red Eyes, so I <laughs> I don't know what the fuck these people are talking about. It's awesome. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking forward to that. Um, I, I, by the way, I misspoke. We have four movies to talk about. Indeed. You're not going to believe this, Goat, but I forgot about Skinnamarink. <gasps> oh. How could I? How could you indeed? Now, Tube, I want you to have some control here since it's your episode. What would you like to discuss uh, next? I think it would make sense maybe to stay current, talk about the new movie that we just saw in theaters, and then go into Skinnamarink and just on the off chance that neither of you were happy with that movie, oh. we can end on a good note with Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> you think there's an off chance that good night is I'm, I'm just exploring all possibilities. It's almost like you're... Maybe a fortune teller. I can't wait to hear what Jester thinks about Skinnamarink. Because, well, that would be a mean thing to say. But anyway. Um, Evil Dead Rise in the theaters. Actually, still, currently, if you'd like to check it out. I highly recommend you see this movie in the movie theater. It probably won't be around too much longer, though. I get it. It's, already on, it's on demand. Yeah. So you can do the, the 1999 bit. When it's, it's been, what, a month or so that it's month. been in theaters. Yeah. Big fucking sounds, big big gore. Uh, it's it's a huge success, by the way. Did you guys see how well it did mm -hmm. in the movie theater? It's it's made That's fantastic. shitloads of money. Uh, it's, I don't know how it's not rated NC-17. It's rated R. No kidding, right? Um, yeah. If any movie should be, it's, it should be this one. Uh, well, now, there's no nudity, so, you know. We live in a weird country, don't we? Mm -hmm. Very, I like it, but it's, it's strange. really strange. <laughs> um, hour and 37 minutes, right in the pocket. 77% uh, from the audience. 84% from the critics. I could probably explain that. I won't do it on this show. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's very weird. Did you guys go to the Alamo? No, I did I not. Saw it in Tyson's. So I'd recommend if you do see it and it's still there. They did a really great bit before the movie where they interviewed the director. And they asked him about like, hey, man, what's it like making an Evil Dead movie? And he basically, he's a huge Freddy Krueger fan. And um, he once 
they asked him if you could do any type of reboot or dip your toe back in. He said, I'd love to have a shot at Freddy Krueger. Oh, like, wow. And there's, there's Freddy references in the, in this movie. Um, but he was talking about the violence. And he was talking about how Evil Dead movies are the difference between Evil Dead 1 and Evil Dead 2 and then Army of Darkness. And he said, this is closer to Evil Dead 1. Um, he said, I didn't want it to be funny and goofy like it, the franchise started Right, again. right. Um, and I think, and he said, there's some humor in some of the violence, which there are two scenes of graphic violence that made me laugh with my teeth out in this fucking movie. So, but it was interesting to hear his perspective. And he said, look, I had two people in Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell that knew everything about, he goes, so, you know, they helped me handle the way that things should go. But like I, the sage guides. Yeah. He said, I wanted it to be kind of something that was happening at around the same time as evil dead one. It was good perspective. And then the main actress, the chick that plays the fucking crazy demon she was woman, great, by the way, yeah. fucking should be nominated for, for best actress for this role. She's terrifying. She said she didn't know anything about she didn't like horror movies. When they asked her what her favorite horror movie was, she said Lion King when fucking Mufasa gets dumped off the that side of the fucking That is wild. Cliff. So it's a great little... I mean, you know that, Daddy. The Alamo does is these great yeah. pre-shows yeah. where you got to... I got all this perspective right before I watched the movie. It actually was really enlightening. I did see some other clips from the director, and he seemed incredibly enthusiastic about this movie specifically. And he was very much... like You know, I wanted to make sure that it was true to the spirit of the franchise but still giving it a, a modern take. So it's like it doesn't just feel like a retread. It's got something new to it. And I think, you know, not to jump ahead, but I think he I think he did, he did, pulled that off. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough thing to do, too. And then there's no Bruce Campbell, although yeah. I, I guess we – I forgot who told me that he's a voice. Was it you, Dolly? He voiced the – was it the preacher that's trying to well, tell him? I think it's one of the heretics – well, not heretics, whoever's like – On the record. Screaming yeah, the, yeah, he voices someone on the record. The fuck was I? Might have been Eric Davis. I don't know. Somebody was on the show and told me that. I think it was Damon Martin. It was. It was it Damon was. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's who it was. Um, the title card for this movie is one of the coolest fucking things yeah. I've ever seen in my life. I think the opening of this movie is amazing. It real and it totally caught me off guard because I'm like, oh, we're back in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Right. You're almost settling into a nice little groove. You're like, well, this is comfortable. I'm ready for this. Mo oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> the part where she rips that broad scalp off in the first five minutes so yeah. i was like holy shit that's the first five minutes of this yeah. movie they definitely hit the gas and do not let up uh, i honestly think that the opening was the best part of the movie for me really and it, it left me I, I i there were moments where i was like fuck i kind of wish that i was like in that cabin scene when more did they of what get to happening. the fireworks factory. you know what i mean like i i was there's and there's plenty of great you know violence and gore and blood in this movie but a lot of that i i i was more than once kind of wishing that we would get to that point or we would go back to that. I know technically it's in the future, right? And then, like, the rest of the movie is, uh, how did we get here? Right. But uh, I really wish that we saw a little more of that just because I love the way that it looked. I love the way that cabin looked, too, like the triangle instead of, like, the old it was cool. like hut style. I like the fake out where you think they have the ubiquitous evil moving quickly through the fuck. And if you, if you go back and you read how oh, yeah. Sam Raimi did that, there's a you know, like a one by eight or something. They put the camera on and just two guys running through the fucking woods. <laughs> awesome. um, but it was, a, it was a drone. Like it wasn't, they, it was kind of like a uh, sleight of hand uh, deal. Yeah. It was a nice little, little fake out for, as it like buzzes the person that yeah. you're looking at on the pier. I appreciated that no one was fucking safe in this movie, that anybody that you yeah. were like, all right, well they're, 
they're going to make it through. No, they're not. Those kids get fucking <laughs> ganked, dude, and horrifically ganked. Yeah, just yeah. awful kill scenes. Um, my favorite part of the movie was probably when they locked the mom out in the fucking hallway and she just starts dispatching all of the neighbors. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, those kids get fucking killed, too. <laughs> There's a bunch of really fun shit. Um, the, the eyeball spitting the eyeball down the guy's throat. I, I actually, in the movie, I go, what the fuck? I said it right <laughs> like that. I was like, how do you even come up with that gag? <laughs> Pardon the pun. Uh, that was fantastic. And then the guy's shooting her with the shotgun and she just disappears from the fucking, the viewfinder. Yeah. I laughed out loud at that. I thought that was funny. I, th I thought the perspective, it was really cool to watch so much of that happen through the uh, peephole at yeah, the apartment yeah, door yeah. as well. That was a nice nice touch. That was a great use of the apartment environment. I do wish that we got a little more of like the building, right? Like that's kind of what I thought, where I thought this movie was going to go. Is that, mm. And that was n not necessarily the controversy, but that was one of like the catches is, oh, we're not in the woods anymore. We're in the city. That's the first time that an Evil Dead movie yeah. has been in this setting before. We're in this old ass apartment building. Like we showed that like the the stairs had collapsed. I kept waiting for us to like check that out. Um, the use of the elevator is amazing. Yeah, and also I think one of the best parts, if not the best part of the movie, is the elevator a MacGuffin. No, I don't think so. No. I still don't know what that word means. <laughs> I, I wish like like and like. At one point, there's shit in the vents, and I kind of wanted to see. I wanted to go into the vents, right? I wanted to put one of these characters in there, well, and she then went into the vents. Now they're now. now oh, you now, mean like like Die Hard style? Yeah, yeah. So like now, one of the daughters or the the you know the sister is stuck in the vents with one of these things. Uh, I just kept waiting for them to use the building itself a little more. Um, I did feel like we spent like a little too much time in the apartment. I can see that. I I think one of the things they were going for is that even though. You're in the city. There's still a chance to be completely isolated, yeah. as if you were in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. And the fact that they were, I guess, they set that up with the fact that the the building was condemned mm -hmm. or whatever. And so they were. I think those were the last tenants that were holding on to their spots. And so they, at least they explained it away in the movie instead of just not being able to go to other floors or anything sure, like sure. that. So at least they gave you that context. But yeah, I I can see where I feel like if if you had the opportunity to have the the evil dead as it were spread to an entire apartment building the movie probably would have been about 10 15 minutes long and everybody just would have died so. <laughs> that's fair i like the gimmick of finding the records um yeah and then the big you know it's the creepy summoning of the, I, the, the two biggest problems i had was they had to figure out a way at, at one point the the evil is spreading so quickly that it's like well this is going to take over the world in an hour like what the fuck so they had to get all of the evil possessed people back in together and they formed this big fucking terrible body horror creature and i didn't i thought that was a little convenient and then the way at the end it's i felt like they didn't have a lot of confidence in the cgi for that thing and mm. I, they didn't have a practical i had the effect. same exact thought because i kept waiting to see it head on and we never really do yeah uh, the only time I, I think it was about to go into the chipper shredder and it, i just didn't it didn't seem as intimidating as it should be and then i almost felt like they forgot they started in that cabin scene because they're like all right there's the girl She's walking. Down. She, you didn't hear any of what was going on <laughs> upstairs. Nobody else. There's blood. And then the thing. I guess it survived, and it takes. I don't know. Like I felt like they forgot that they had to bring it back around full circle, and maybe it would have been better served if they didn't include that. Despite the fact that I'm with Dottie, that was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie was the, the beginning scene. Yeah, I can see that kind of disconnect with the like. Wait, it's. I, mean, I guess they maybe were going for the whole. She's absorbed with her phone the entire time, or oblivious to the world around her, and doesn't want to do anything. But that's that's doing a lot of lifting. 
if if that's the explanation. Cheese grater was dope. It had yeah. that, uh, that Ramey ass cut where like, like it zooms yeah. in on it, like whatever oh. fucking ash grabs. And a that hold like something. you know that the cheese grater reminded me, and I'm sure it is like a a, a note back to the pencil in the ankle. Sure. Right is like whatever Ramey said. He's like no one's been sawed in half with a chainsaw, but like people have been stabbed with pencils before, and they know how that would feel if you're drawing blood in your ankle and. Kind of to the degree of the cheese grater. I've never had a cheese grater run across the back of my leg, but like, but have I've you like, come I've, too I've close like, while I've, you're? Yeah, I fucked my finger up yeah. using a cheese grater before, right? And so I did. You I had did a knuckle like casualty at some point, exactly. Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool. I wish they didn't show the scene. I, I mentioned this on the show. I talked a little bit about this before because I was I enjoyed the movie. Um, the scene where she flies up out of the bathtub and is just in the corner. Yeah, and there's that big long scream. I thought, like, wow, that. That was very effective, and if you just would have told me, all right, she's going to scream real loud, and it's going to freak everybody out, I'm like, that's not going to be that big of a deal. It was awesome, but it was in a fucking trailer. So, like, mm-hmm. there, was a, there was a lot of stuff in the trailer that I kind of wish I would yeah. have seen in this movie. I, and I know that, you know, Dottie and I have lamented seeing trailers on on a very regular basis, or at least as far as, you know, seeing too much in the, we like the teaser, yeah. maybe not the full trailer, maybe not the full four-minute jobby that's going to, you know, show everything off, but... I also think that, that that moment in the trailer, watching it on your computer or whatever, paled in comparison to the audio quality at a movie theater yeah. at full blast. That was one of those moments where I was really glad I was in a, a very a very high-quality sound theater because that was remarkable. That And it went on way longer than I thought it was going to. And even though they ruined Mommies with the Maggots now on in the trailer, I'm like, what a great fucking yeah. line. And and there was no redemption. It wasn't, oh, we're going to save her. We're going to oh, get a priest no. in here. And there's mm-hmm. that, uh-uh, she's gone, and it's fucking over, and now you're all dying. Um, and the, I like the gimmick where she tricks the little girl into opening oh, the I was door so back mad. up. I was so mad, which is why it worked perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I was Mark angry, which I believe is a term I use when it's like, I'm mad for the right reasons. The creative got me. I was um, so pissed at that little girl. I'm like, what are you, what, come on. Elisa uh, Sutherland is the name of the woman, I believe, that plays the mom. Everybody, like, um, I I generally don't, there's a common theme amongst a lot of these movies now where it's like there can't be a a male protagonist and sometimes it bums me out. And this, it didn't. I thought both these women were awesome and and they both played their characters, I thought, really well and they seemed like sisters to me. And I liked how whatever problems they were having kind of like manifested themselves throughout the conflict and that fucking chick said some of the most horrific shit to her sister. Yeah, and I, I chortled every time. I was like, "Oh my god! Like <laughs> this is so great what you're saying now." And um, it was uh, I, that part of it I thought was really good. There's really great demon dialogue in this. I, I thought all the evil things were saying really fucked up shit. Yeah, that feels to me like it's in tune with the spirit of Evil Dead as well, because the whole trick is that it's trying to mess with you as opposed yeah. to just being ominous. And terrible. It's it's actually trying to just like get under your skin and give you just reasons to be upset beyond just terrified. Like you're actually mad at it because it's poked at you at a at a sore spot in your in your psyche somewhere. This movie is it's weird because we're gonna talk about Drag Me to Hell Goat, but I feel like this is the opposite though of of Drag Me to Hell, where there's so many moments of levity in that that it kind of lets you mm-hmm. off. It let, takes the foot off the accelerator. Well, this one's brutal fucking tape to tape. Uh, a couple of chortles aside, if you're really sadistic. Uh, there, there's one scene where she gets hit with a chair. And just, and just like flies out the door. And I, I laughed at that, too. Yeah. Where, do you, where do you guys stand with the 2013 Evil Dead? I like it, I think. I like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I 
I th- I like it more than this movie actually. Okay. And uh, I do think I I I wanted it to be a little more I don't know standalone. I wanted more of it to stand out compared to that 2013 movie because okay. the 2013 movie they're still in the woods. It's you know technically it, it can be assumed that it's the same cabin, new group um, instead of like the family you know mother children relationship shit. Uh, the emotional gravitas is like um, based on like addiction, and there's like a sibling relationship in there still, uh, much like there's siblings in in the older ones. Um, that one also like unflinchingly brutal mm. and bloody. When it came out, it's I believe it set the world record for like most gallons of fake blood ever used <laughs> this one had to beat it and this one probably i mean this one definitely is a contender um i i loved when it finally you know the movie just got so fucking like wet like when they're just <laughs> in <laughs> when, when, yeah. dude, but that's but it's gross right I, it has you like squirming in your seat you saying and that's wet what makes these, me squirm that's what these type of horror movies need to be man like once they're in the elevator yeah and the elevator's just filling up with blood nuts. i'm like this is fucking cool and this is like this is what I came here for. Okay, um, but I do think that yeah. with like the violence, <laughs> I I came here for the literal bloodbath. I guess. Well, but I just, if you're gonna do an elevator filled with blood, you know exactly what everyone's gonna mm-hmm. think. So right. you better do something different. Yeah, yeah unless like, there are any twins standing on the outside after you get out. Did a pretty good job of yeah. making that thing yeah. kind of its own deal. And and you know like it be, becoming so heavy that that's what makes it crash to the bottom and shit. Like I I really thought that was awesome. Um, but I do think that the 2013 movie accomplishes already a lot of what I like about this movie as well. So that's not really like like hurting it or discounting it, um, but it, it isn't as standalone as I had hoped it okay. to be when I went to go see it. In the 2013 one, uh, was it the same Necronomicon? I can't remember. Because that's one of the things I actually like about this one, where they found another book somewhere. Mm-hmm. The notion that there are other Necronomicons it maybe does it cheapen the original one or does it make it Are you more sure? terrifying? Because I, I, you told me that, and I don't, I don't necessarily unless you read that that was what something they they intended because to me they just updated the look like they do with any superhero or right, any fucking. Got, this one has like the teeth. Yeah, no face on the cover because there's a face on the. I cover just thought in the that it's this that they just redesigned it. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this Evil Dead is not in the middle in between Evil Dead one and two. This is its own Evil Dead, and that's what the Necronomicon looks like in this Evil Dead. I yeah. I mean, I, I love the idea, but I, I thought about that the first time you said that to me. And I don't know that it's. The I case. might have to have to dig a little bit on that because I didn't see any confirmation that that's what it was. Sure. But I just assumed since it looked different, it had the records. Like it felt like it was kind of its own little time capsule underneath this building. Um, and so the idea that there could be other caches like this around the world, it's like that opens the door for other stories. We'd all be dead. I mean, well, if there's yeah, more than yeah. one of those fucking things capable yeah. of that. Um, Someone would read it on Twitch or something like that. Yeah. And then well, also there's just be stupid people like, oh, this old thing about the end of the world. What? Um, There was something else I wanted to say about the fucking movie and I forgot what it was. Oh, the director said that the, the, the women in the movie were so tired of getting soaked in blood. That on the last day of filming, like they had some rap party and they just drenched this motherfucker in fake blood. And he wasn't oh. re- and he wasn't ready for it. So like he had to go home and he says a year afterwards, 
he will find shit in his house where there's blood on it because wow. he touched it and he didn't realize he touched the back of it. And he had, to, and he said he had to leave and like go do press. And so he had to go to the landlord and say, I didn't murder anyone. I I'm making an Evil Dead movie. And it just looks like there's a dead body in my fucking apartment. Yes, this technology has advanced quite a bit since the mid 80s. The uh, fake blood game has really upped itself over the last couple of years. There's a lot of it in that one. A lot of vomiting blood. That's always such a visceral thing where it's like, blah, yeah. shit flying out of the, the mouth. They Fuck those kids up, don't they? God bless they fuck those kids. Yeah, they don't you, pull any punches. And you wonder about that because you're like, it, it, how do these kids process this sort of thing? Like, is the entire movie just, when it when the camera isn't rolling, somebody's over there, oh, now, just so you know, remember, this is all fake. Just remember, don't be maladjusted. And we also have a psychologist on site so that you won't sue us 20 years For from now. For the little, little kids, yeah. that's exactly what they do. I okay. mean, the other ones are teenagers. Sure, so sure. Seen, but like that little girl... I, I think that's exactly what they do for that sort of thing. But they also, we don't know what type of cuts they're doing where they're just getting reaction shots from her. They, she might not even be seeing all the shit sure. that we saw in the, the final cut. But she did, you know, she was in that elevator. She was, yeah. indeed, floating around in a big goddamn uh, cauldron of blood. This guy, uh, Lee, Lee Cronin, is the director. And it's interesting if that's this, you know, you say, oh, he wants a shot at Freddy Krueger. That's like his franchise. I mean, this definitely is, you know, an audition tape for making a movie <laughs> like that. And I, I can totally see that being the case. I do know that that franchise is in all sorts of weird legal shit. I was going to say, is it in like, right hell? They even, like, they even resolved the Friday stuff, but not with, uh, Fri not with Elm street. It's like something to do with new line. And then another company that owns some of it too. It's why we can't get like a definitive the full like, box set. Box set. Yeah. It's why they can't, you know, show certain movies in theaters. I, I there's a lot of bullshit associated with that one because that is the one that we have not come to like an agreement on, I guess. That's but a bummer. I would love to see someone like this guy take a shot at it. I know Andy Machete, who made um, the It movies, also wanted to do a Freddy mm. Krueger movie at some point. Tragically, uh, nothing to do with Machete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I would love to see this guy do other franchises, um, you know, Elm Street or, or otherwise because – he, you know, he clearly has a, a knack for it. Uh, Dennis Lear is a funny bit. I just tried to do it. It wasn't as effective, but he goes, Jesus Christ, poor Lou Gehrig. Died of Lou Gehrig's disease. How the hell did he not see that coming? <laughs> Who could have seen it? <laughs> yeah. uh, Jimmy, what did you think of Evil Dead Rise? I enjoyed this so much. It was a really, really good movie. I'm so glad you guys made me watch it because I would have never went to the theater to see it. I would have waited gone. for it to come home. Gone to the theater. Gone. To the, what did I say? Went. Went. Yeah. I Sorry. believe it's gone. Gone. God damn it. You went to the theater and saw it by yourself? I did. Wow. Look yeah. at you. you should say That's thank my you. favorite. Say thank <laughs> you twice to us. Going to the movie solo is pretty great it's sometimes. It's awesome, yeah. man. I took stupid Ant-Man, too, and he fucking has never seen any of the Evil Dead movies. Shocker. Which one's evil? And he was like, all right. All right. The Which dead one's dead? Are the evil. Which one is it? Uh, he loved it. He was fucking hooting and hollering. He walked out that it was one of his favorite movies nice. he's ever seen. So, um, curious what Tube's gonna give it because he's been a little lukewarm on his reaction. Did, I will say this: Did you? Uh, how'd you feel about the Dead by Dawn chant? Was that fun, appropriate, or me over of, the top? It reminded me of the Evil Dies Tonight in Halloween. Kills. I think it's a little. It's, it's was it too on the nose? A little pandering, I think. Uh, also, they weren't Dead by Dawn. Yeah. Because I giggled, yeah. because but then I realized, wait, should I be giggling at this or should I be eye rolling? And I was like, no, I'm just going to keep giggling. I was wondering how they were going to handle what I liked a little bit more, uh, the double barrel shotgun. I thought they handled that well, and then the uh, the big reveal of the chainsaw. Yeah, I thought sure. was awesome. I'm like, I'm, and if you recall, her hands all fucked up. 
You know, I'm glad they didn't go all the way and have her chop her hand off and put it on her because that would seem ridiculous. I believe that happens in 2013 where, well, she doesn't put the chainsaw on her arm, but I think she loses an arm by the end of that movie. Oh, real quick. I keep, I'm sorry I keep talking about this, but they do the bit where they show commercials for stuff that is related. They have the commercial for the original Xbox Evil Dead game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and at the end of it, there's a guy that has had his arm chopped off and he has a hedge cl- trimmer on it and he's trimming his hedges. <laughs> and his neighbor goes, that. hey, what's the big deal? And it, they, they pan over and it's Bruce Campbell. <laughs> and then Bruce Campbell chases the guy down the street. He's like, come over here. I'm going to cut your gizzard out. Like, he says all the bunch of funny <laughs> fucking lines. So look it up that on, on YouTube. All right. I'm sorry. I, so anyway, Toby, would you like to do the honors? I mean, I you say lukewarm. I, I do think that's kind of how I felt leaving. I think I might have built this up a little too much uh, getting ready to go see it. Because, well, I don't know, I mean, I was excited for something with the Evil Dead name to be in theaters and so popular. It's, it's, been, 10, it's been 10 years. I didn't watch the TV show. I tried to watch that TV show like two or three times, yeah, got a just couple episodes click. in. and Yeah, it just never clicked. And I know like Raimi was way more involved on that than he had been in, in previous projects. I think I, I think I expected too much out of it. And maybe it's because in the past I've gone into franchises I'm very fond of and like lied to myself and told myself, oh, yeah, I loved it. It was great. And then I just I think about it and realize you did that with Halloween. Hide in my house for a week. Um, So maybe maybe that that left me like a little jaded as well. Um, I think it's okay. I, I think it's okay. The best parts of it are, yeah, like the blood and the gore. But any any other time, like. Whenever they were going for the family shit, it really I was like, okay, come on, let's get to. Huh. Did they spend a lot of time going for the family shit? I think I think that there was a lot of you know just like the family type trauma, uh, family bonds, and all of this. It just it didn't work for me as well as like the I don't know like just the brother and sister on their own in the thirteen one was enough for me. You think that the family shit like when she had bugs in her stomach, so she was chewing glass and swallowing it? That was cool. Right. That was cool. I don't know, man. I, I just... Uh, I, I don't know what you could have expected from this fucking movie that it... I mean, it's not... It, I don't know. It's... You know, we all watch it a different way. I'm surprised to hear you say that. Yeah. I mean, dude, I was I, I was a little disappointed walking okay. out of it. Huh. And I think it's because, like, there was a movie that did what this movie does already, and that was great. And... Uh, you didn't I, think this movie was different enough from that one to be its own deal? Like, if this was a sequel to that one, I, I would have been fine with that. But I didn't like Scream Six, and they took it out of fucking Woodsboro, and you were in your beat your dick, fucking that. But part of I said, it was, I said that movie was part okay. of where the movie takes like that. That's important. Like that's Haddonfield. That's where the fucking movie should take place. I don't want to watch Jason on Mars. I want to watch him at fucking Camp Crystal Lake killing coeds. So exactly. I, that's why I think this Evil Dead works better in the woods than it does maybe, in but the I, apartment. I think this is a way better representation of Evil Dead than Scream Six is of Scream. That oh, would be yeah. Important. I'm yeah. not. I'm, I'm agreeing with you there. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 This is not on par with Scream Six. This is better than Scream Six. This is way better than Halloween Kills. Um, it's just, it's it's like, it, I'm still happy that it exists. I'm happy that Evil Dead movies exist. I like it less than all of the other ones. Give it a that's score. It. I'm between like three and three and a half. Well, that's pretty so, fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's I'm not I'm not hating on the movie. You're hating a little bit. Like I said, it's it's <laughs> it's lukewarm. So it's probably a three for me. But I'll I'll revisit it. Uh, I really I really want to go back and watch the 2013 one again and see. Well, you should do that. How I feel about it. Yeah, I see. Three. I did you say a three? Yeah. Okay. I would say it's an easy three and a half for me. Um, I was. 
probably as soon as it ended, I was probably more on on the four train. But then it was like as you know, as the <laughs> adrenaline on the four train, before. Yeah, as, as the <laughs> as the adrenaline uh, subsided, I I think it's it's really good. I have to admit, there wasn't like that. Like this is a landmark motion picture, but right. there's nothing I didn't like about it. I would say that would keep me away from watching it again. So yeah, it's an easy three and a half for me. What in love with the end? Um, the the title card alone is worth seeing this fucking movie. Uh, there are some hilarious kills, uh, some really good gore and violence, and also I don't see a lot of movies that are this gory. Um, so and it felt like an Evil Dead movie to me without Bruce. I, I, if Bruce Campbell somehow poked, poked his head up somewhere, like if he was a maintenance worker or he was, they paid a little bit more homage because like homage to him. Like I fucking the reason I love those movies primarily is because of him. Gotcha. I would like more, but it's easily a three and a half. A movie that I would tell, and I would definitely say find it in the theater because the big sound and the big fucking you know over the top and they <laughs> they fucking rev up the the yeah. uh, what are you, I'm gonna get some or whatever the fuck she says at the very end. She has one of the catchphrases like that all. That all works for me. I think, yeah, I think if uh, if Bruce Campbell had shown up on screen, he would have had to have been Ash, and that might have distracted from Maybe everybody else up. on screen. So it's like, I, I feel like it's okay. I, it would have been awesome in the moment, but I feel like it's almost kind of like they had enough little nods that I think that I think that works. I get you, but Star Wars can be Star Wars without Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. I I don't think Evil Dead and Army of Darkness can okay. be nearly as good without Bruce Campbell. Is what I would. What I, I can see that. Uh, what'd you do there, Jimmy? I'm getting highly annoyed that I'm very uh, comparable to Ant-Man these days because I've never seen any of the Evil Dead movies. Well, but you're both. That's just because you both are very ignorant for different reasons. You Could had be. a lot of kids very young, and he did a lot of drugs very young. Makes yeah, yeah. makes a whole lot of sense. You, you should check them out. They're they're fun. I mean, the special effects are not going to be like they were in this movie, no. but they're they're a lot of fun. I do plan to watch them now because I, yeah. I did have a lot a lot of fun with this, and I'm uh, I'm very comfortable on the four boat. Uh, with this one, I, I gave it a solid four. I probably would have given it a four and a half if it weren't for so much gore just going in people's mouths. A lot of mouth gore. Very, very disgusting. Sorry, I'm still processing how Jester and Ant-Man in their different walks of life had ended, have ended up in the same exact place. They're in the exact just, same place. That really, that, that really fucked me up, dude. I, if you think about it, like, <laughs> if there are different... I don't dimen- like that. If there are different dimensions, like, Jester could be Ant-Man and vice versa, just in a different dimension. They could be the same person that if they occupy the same space and you touch them like Time Cop, everything goes to shit. Because <laughs> they, both, they both are nice guys, and they're both fun to be around, yeah. and they're both dumb as shit, and they, don't know, and they have no wow. life experience. Well, I don't mean it that way. I don't mean it I that mean, harshly. Yeah, makes you feel good, doesn't it? No disrespect. No disrespect. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it, the ignorance also is equal just for different reasons, right? Like, Goat's ignorance is because he's heavily invested in all this other random shit that we, that we don't necessarily find Care ourselves. Care about. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, you've seen Evil Dead, right? Yeah. There's just movies everyone's fucking seen, and when yeah. you meet someone that hasn't, you're like, what the fuck? What, it's what certainly are you doing? at a certain age bracket. I think that's really, yeah. I, I, I could, if someone, if like, I'd be shocked if if our friend Tubi had not seen any of the Evil Dead movies just because I know who he is. But someone like Tor, his age, uh, I could see them not having seen them just because they weren't ubiquitous. Yeah. But 
Jimmy's right in our age, but bracket, also Jimmy, so. a renowned movie cinema thief. Mm-hmm. How, how are those never find it to the hard drive of hits? Well, that was before you could download them from the internet, I guess. So that's a good. Yeah, point. but also he was stealing DVDs and then downloading the digital copy and then throwing the DVDs in the screen. True. If you are not, if you don't enjoy Army of Darkness to the highest it's degree, the I will be blown best. away. Okay. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> movie is. That's a five from fucking. Jester. I'm calling it right now. It's a five from yeah. Dukes that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> when as soon as that guy, I'll cut your gizzard out. Hey, where'd he go? Fucking he goes up to the top. Yeah. I'll spoil those good looks. All the fucking just decides. Yeah. You're, you're was, gonna love it. That was one of the most fun movie parties I had ever been to. At Alamo. I'd like to. Was, I evil, just, was a, a, a Army of Darkness. Are the people insufferable though? I mean, I'd love to the go people to are that. kind of <laughs> insufferable. Uh, you can make the most of it. Um, it was about 50 50 people who were really having a good time and people who were absolute jagglers. I just but, forgot about first you want to kill me, now you want to kiss me. <laughs> Blow. <laughs> and then she tries to keep a blank. I could use a horse. Bl- He's such a dick to that chick. Give me some sugar, baby. You found me beautiful once. <laughs> baby, you got really ugly. <laughs> I remember that was in the fucking commercial that was playing on TV. I heard that line a million times. I'll swallow your soul. It's a trick. Get an axe. Yeah. Oh. yeah, there's so, so many gems. The fucking shot, whatever Sam Raimi's got someone hovering in the air, and it, it, it gets me every fucking yeah, time. Yeah. We'll get to Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell has a five minutes of my favorite <laughs> movie stuff of all time. Yeah. All time. All right. Um, all right. We're all, we're all good? Yeah. Yes. I think so. All right. We'll come back. We'll do Skin of Marink, and then we'll do the fun one. We'll do Drag Me to Hell. I think that that's here? that's the best way to break it down. All right. Yeah, actually. I, oh, let's break this down. Jester, you feeling a little uh, thirsty over there? Goddamn right. We actually got a donation on the Fastest, hey, fortress, hey. F- fastest Hour film. Very excited. Uh, Mr. John Rage. Thank you so much, nice. John Rage, for keeping the fucking lights on in the Fortress of Solid Dudes. And in response to that, I have a personal connection with Nino Grease Minnelli, and I'm positive that he'll be able to help Jester drink this beer. Uh, blower activate. Blower activate. Uh, Hey there, boy! Perfect. It's great giving. Goat's got to be funny. Jim has to drink a beer. I puck at the cat. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait. Hold on now. <laughs> Sign up for this shit. I was away from the mic. Good Thank job. You. Good yeah. job, Jesse. Jim, if we could more Don't that. point at me when you do that, though. <laughs> he pointed right at you. Please don't do that. Hey. I think okay, he's, he's like, like a, Ruth calling a shot. <laughs> like, you. like a All fucking right. backup singer on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Next one's going right over the fucking, right over the plate at you. Uh, John Rage, thank you for the donation. If anybody else would like to donate, you can go to chaddukeshow.com, click the donate tab, or hit me on the Venmo. It is at Chad Dukes. Quick plug, uh, please to be buying your copies of the broadcast at Commonwealth Dry Goods. Goat was in the audience for that bad boy. Tuber was there hosting that bad boy. Very proud of that episode. Yeah, me too. A lot of people have snapped it up. It's very, very funny. Uh, go check it out. I'm glad people are Dry liking Goods. it. They are. Yeah, it was oh, wild. Jimmy was a part of that show, too, and was very funny. And pulled his dick out. Mm-hmm. It's not, not often you can say Well, mm-hmm. on that show, I guess. Yeah. More on the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. All bets are off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys. Vamp for a second. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I do like the fact that he broke it down as Skinnamarink and the fun one. Yeah. Well, because that's, that's, that does seem to kind of land. Not, again, not to spoil it. If we were doing a radio but, show, which one would I be? Yeah. I think we all know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Skinnamarink and yeah. the fun one. I don't know who I would be because I'm not the fun one and I don't want to be Skinnamarink either. All right. Let's go uh, Let's go look at each other's chances. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs>
That's better. I needed that. Yeah. Bathroom breaks kick ass. He just keeps nodding at me, and I'm like, what is this? Just turn the shit on. He's going, like, huh? <laughs> yes, Jim, we'd like to do the show. <laughs> um, did you try that Oreo goat? Oh, I've had them before. They're okay. amazing. That's pretty fucking special. To be I, I, I agreed with the uh, the consensus at the panel that they are between yeah. a four and a half and a five for me easily. Hard to not give any Oreo a five. Yeah. yeah. I think they're four and a half just on the Oreo scale. Uh, what did you guys think of the Freddy Got Fingered trailer? Or whatever it's called. <laughs> the Five Nights at fucking Freddy. I was going to say, I didn't really like the Freddy Got Fingered I didn't trailer. like that movie. Um, People fucking, I guess that's, that's a... Tom Green? Yeah. yeah. Now it's like... Just, Jester's laughing. Because I'm telling you. <laughs> it's very funny. I guarantee... All right. I know Jim knows one line from that movie. Go ahead. What is it? Oh, I'm the backwards man, the backwards man. Oh, no. Never mind. It's, it's worse He's than got I the thought. deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's such an unfunny movie. And like I remember seeing it in the theater because he was like such a big deal back then. And I was like, God, this is awful. And then it bombed. And I was like, oh, thank God the world makes sense. And then it's had a renaissance since then where it's like a, it's a cult classic now. I, I've had no interest. Oh, you should check it out. And then come in here and fucking listen yeah. to the Kevin Smith and fucking Jester's tribute album, The Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> or whatever. The, it's a 12 tracks of just the worst music you've ever heard in your life. Um... Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. the video game about the uh, Chuck E. Cheese animatronics that come to life and kill everybody. Yeah, it was. It's. I mean, it's been out for some time now, and I remember when it first debuted, there were a lot of screen captures, and a lot of people were like, oh my god, have you played this? And I'm like, I'm never playing this ever no, in my entire life. Um, we had had a discussion earlier where uh, movie, scary movies, I can do scary movies. I can do scary games to a degree. I don't like jump scares in games. That one, just whenever I saw just the fact that there was a full frame of the of the bear's face as you turn around from the control room, it's like, nope, I'm I'm okay. Bioshock is kind of the 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 tolerance level I think I have for fright. And there are yeah. a few jump scares in there, especially like towards the end with that, that one room where the lights go out. Sure. And then it turns back on. Oh, look, there just happened to be, you know, five slicers rare. They're ready to take you down. Splicers. Splicers. Um, Freddy got fingered. One of the things that's really scary about it, too, Five Nights at Freddy's, is um, <laughs> the fact that the, he plays an organ with hot dogs. Um, no, that's not it. It's um, <laughs> he. Uh, does he put his bum on a whole lot of stuff? I, I just is this the movie? Yeah, it's just the this worst. is the movie. It's just the worst. Freddie got fingered. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Oh, you should definitely watch it. I, I hate. I mean, I I, I will not. I will not de- even do that for the good of the show. I'm not watching that <laughs> fucking movie. Um, when you're playing, I've played Five Nights at Freddy's, mm-hmm. and you basically are just checking cameras to see if things are moving. That's scary. Like yeah. you'll just see like the yeah. bear, and like, oh shit, there it is, and then you know it's coming, so you know I have to lock this door at some point. <laughs> and then it goes like that, and then you want to shit your pants. Anyway, it'll be a good movie. I yeah, I, I, I appreciate that they've made a movie so I can watch it instead of having to animatronics play it. coming to life should be like dinosaurs in a movie. No brainer. You can't fuck this up, and yet we all watched <laughs> Willy's Wonderland, and we all know that you can fuck this that was up. Bad, oh, you absolutely that was a bad can. movie. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly is. Okay, uh, so there was that. Um, do we want to reveal the next selection? Yes, I go. You always do a better job of stopping me from just continuing I, to just. No, I, I most of the time I I lost track of it because we were so excited to talk about Evil Dead Rise at the uh, 
the earlier portion of the show. Uh, my selection, uh, I've gone all over the place as far as timelines and subject matters and things have been concerned. Uh, I, the last recent movie I chose was universally kind of, it had a lot of red flags. It was the was the Dead for a Dollar, which turned out to be a kind of, you know, an hour and a half to two hours of kind of waiting for something to happen. With, I don't know if I even it was, remember uh, that fucking It was Christoph Waltz and Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Oh, yeah. And it was very forgetful. It was, was a bummer. It was chosen almost exclusively on the pedigree of the people involved. And, you know. Hard to argue with that, though. Unfortunately, sure. it, uh, it, it did me wrong. Uh, but I'm going with another movie, which I believe is hitting uh, Netflix Saturday, May 20th. So it's just around the corner. Um, so every you won't have to go to a theater or pay X number of dollars to watch it, unless, of course, you don't subscribe to Netflix. But it's 2023's Missing, which hmm. is a movie that intrigued me when I saw the trailer, I think, last fall. And it came and went in January in the box office uh, in the blink of an eye. I think it made like $32 million. So it wasn't exactly uh, a, a slam bang hit or anything. Uh, but the summary here is when her mother disappears while on vacation in oh, Colombia yeah. with her new boyfriend. June's search for answers is hindered by international red tape, uh, and she uses all the latest technology at her fingertips to try and find her before it's too late. And then there's apparently mystery that unravels from there as we find out stuff along with her. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes score, it's 87% from the critics and 90% from the audience with wow. a solid amount of reviews from both sides, which is encouraging uh, for me. And um, this is one of those movies that's like, it's kind of told from like a desktop screen right that's what it looked like yeah, yeah for that the most seemed part kind of annoying to me when like, i remember seeing the trailer and that put me off to it but i'm i'm very impressed by these scores i think it's the same team that made searching which came out a couple years ago and that had john cho okay and that was actually pretty good and i was surprised how well they pulled off that idea of i'm more or less watching a computer screen and various apps get open and shut with video and stuff like that they, they did a pretty good job with it. So I think if this is their second time doing this, they probably found an even better way to handle it. So uh, a little I'm, worried I'm about this it. review tuber uh, watchable thriller for a new generation of TikTok sleuths. Uh, oh, cool. Yikes. Although I suggested a book for us based on the fucking Reddit, a Reddit, sensation. Reddit sensation. So, yeah, I'll shut the fuck up. I like the last. <laughs> I, I think it's the last team, last director. I liked that movie uh, searching. So this this should be cool. Yeah, and I was I was reminded a little bit of uh, was it host the uh, Zoom Seance movie yes, we watched, like that too, I liked which that was movie. pretty cool. So you know, I I was intrigued by this when I saw the trailer, and like I said, I missed it in the theater. So I would love to uh, give this a try. Did you guys see Unfriended? I did not. Maybe that one was that one was okay too. I think I saw all those movies. Yeah, those fucking. <laughs> Uh, Joaquim de Almedia, I think is how you say his name, who plays Bucho in Desperado, one of my favorite villains of all oh, time. Nice. Also, did the worst cameo for me that anyone has ever done. Oh, that's oh. a shame. <laughs> a cameo. It's only happened twice. Matthew Lillard, not Matthew Lillard, um, Jake Busey, and this guy. Uh, the cameos were so fucking bad. I didn't. I never sent them to the person that they were for. Matthew, That's a shame. Matthew Lillard popped up in that uh, Five Nights at Freddy's trailer. I saw by that. the way, that always makes me happy. I bought a Jake Busey cameo for Goat and for Tube. About thirteen ghosts and uh, no, it was kind of again Matthew Lillard. Um, and he fucking. Oh, it was the Frighteners. The yeah, Frighteners. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen Ghosts is Matthew Lillard. Jake Busey is the Frighteners. We might have watched those movies the same night. 
<laughs> Can we do that again, by the way? Yeah. I'd, I'd like to watch those two movies that on the same night, night again. Yeah, and this time I'll have a Blu-ray that actually works. Oh, that was so sad. I felt so bad for you. I felt there was bad like for you. There was like wool in the I DVD case. I don't understand dude. what happened. That's not a joke, by the and way. No. It's like someone took a church key and just I, dragged it down. I, I happen to have this DVD in the trunk of my car. I must have loaned it to him. someone who does not care at some point. He yeah, opened I, it, and there was like sponge and steel wool. And the... DVD wasn't even locked into the case. Yeah, it was. It was. That was what it was. It was rattling around inside the case. <laughs> was that it had the come Frighteners loose. or was that yeah. Thirteen Ghosts? It was that the was Frighteners. Both kick ass. Yeah. yeah, both those movies fucking kick ass. And that was first time for both of them for me. Robert Zemeckis and Michael J. Fox, and people won't watch that fucking movie. <laughs> Peter Jackson too. Yeah. Huh? All right. Good movie. Yeah. Um. Right. Yes. Good movie. Frighteners. Missing. Not good movie. Skinnerink. Um. <laughs> oh yes, I was going to say the runtime on uh, Missing is an hour and fifty-one minutes. A little upset minutes. about that, goat. It's only ten minutes longer than Skinnerink. Oh and my I can god! Guarantee you more happens. So, God bless. Do you mean that? That all that means is that something that happens. Anything happens. <laughs> Just kept waiting for a demon to kill those kids. Please kill these children, dicks. I don't think I can, dicks. <laughs> Skin of a ring. Doing a pretty good job. 2022. <laughs> horror is what it's labeled as. You let me know what's horrific well, how about How else this. can you label it? It is an exercise in terror. Fucking time. It's like piss Christ. We all know that's not art, and now we have to fucking sit here and pretend like it is because the world stinks. It's an hour and 49 minutes. It might as well have, go all the way. Make it as long as Return of the King because you've already ruined my life. Um, you seven. watched this before we decided to watch it. It's my fault. Right? I, I watched it and I came in here hooting and hollering. Seventy-one uh, percent critics, only one hundred and twenty-one reviews, only a hundred verified ratings from the audience. It sits at forty-four percent. Um, hmm. That seems high to me. I will start because I brought this up. It is, it is a very unique movie. Yes. Um, we all watched lots. Well, Tube and I watch lots of movies. Goat watches lots of. Comet television. Um, <laughs> I have no counterpoint. Um, it's <laughs> the good mix of me TV and H and I in there. It's, it's yeah, this is shit, dude. Uh, that's called in fighting game vernacular. What I just did YouTube is called footsies. That's what I just did. I moved away and, you, and then I can move back in. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, you watch a lot of movies. We watch a lot of movies, uh -huh. and, and and it's very. I would imagine it's difficult to find something that's completely unique. Thank you. And, and yes. it's one of the reasons why I like Hancock a lot is that Hancock is a superhero movie that I felt was unlike any other superhero movie I'd ever watched, and for that I, I respect great movie that movie a lot. Um, and I like Will Smith in that movie. I like everybody in that in that movie. Um, I I, I am glad I watched this movie because mm -hmm. I have never fucking seen a movie like this. And for that reason, to spend as much time watching movies, it was worth. The exercise. I would be curious if you guys feel the same way. Exercise is a great word because it, it is an feel, exercise. It felt it like is, exercise. It is a challenge. Like, this is the most challenging movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And really? I think so, yeah. That makes me feel better. Well, I mean, and, and you know, I, I there's a lot of weird shit that I like and that I watch. And this is, I think, the most difficult thing that I've, I've ever watched. And I'm not saying that as a criticism. It's just, like, fact. I don't. I don't think I've ever anything has asked more of me as a a, a willing audience participant than Skinnerink. I, I think participant is is a very generous word. Um, I think you're 
kind of just it's it's an endurance test for me. This is what the director looks like. Mm. Ah, looks kind of shocking. If anybody wants to fucking understand why this happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> This man did this to us. I, I think I think it's, it's like a couple of my buddies. It really does. <laughs> or Jason Muse. That's the only two people it looks like. It is definitely an exercise in patience. And the problem is, is that as soon as you feel like you're going to be rewarded for your patience, you're asked to do some more patient waiting. Um, I think for me, I don't know if you guys ever played Mist. Oh, uh, yes. The, the computer game. So and it, is it Riven? Was yeah, that the, was that it was the, the sequel. sequel? But Mist came out, and it was it had this amazing, these unseen before level of fidelity in computer generated environments, and you you know walked from place to place, and you randomly pushed buttons, and maybe something happened, and maybe you found a puzzle, and maybe something happened. There was no guide, there was no book, there was no nothing. You were just dropped on this island, and you sort of wandered silently into different spaces and hoped to find anything to do that's the way i felt about this movie because it was just so much like what's even going on when is something going to happen can i make this move faster and if i did will i miss something am i I, it was just frustrating to me that part that you just said is the quintessential weakness of this movie is that I'm like, can I fast forward? You, you couldn't fucking figure out a way to get through it because nothing was happening, but you were terrified. It's like, I've invested so much fucking time in this yeah. mendacity. I fucking, am I going to, am I going to miss something if I fucking fast forward a couple of frames? That was, that was my big <sighs> issue. Um, my, I would say one of the biggest red flags to me was that if you have to put subtitles on your movie, that's in the language that I'm speaking just because it's filmed in ASMR with a huge amount of static laid over everything because then I either have to turn it way up or I just have to turn on captions. That that was really, I know that that was like intentional to kind of draw you in so you're paying even closer attention. But it just again, it, for that. it just frustrated me. I think if I this think was it sixty minutes, short. if this yeah. was that, what is that uh, host movie you just yeah. talked about? It was yeah. like fifty-seven fucking minutes. I think if this movie was fifty-seven minutes, you'd be like, "Wow, I agree." I, I think by I the just way. saw something. This movie shouldn't be longer than like the, the easiest movie I could even draw comparisons to would be something like Eraserhead. That movie's like seventy-five minutes, and this yeah. shouldn't be longer than that. Yeah, it, the the. It's so boring. It was the the dedication to the dedication to the grainy film that was it, so you couldn't really see anything. The close cropped shots of weird angles where you maybe thought you saw something in a corner. The amount of stuff that you weren't sure if you were hearing, and I mean, I get what they were going for. I respect the fact that they were trying to make it something that was putting you ill at ease. But again, it was just so long that I started to get, you know, sometimes in, in horror movies where the the victims slash, you know, the protagonists, they change from being scared to being angry and go on the offensive. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about this movie. You know, this movie reminded me of, and this is going to sound weird, it reminded me of the menu because at the end of the menu, after making all this crazy fucking food and all this crazy shit and all these gimmicks, he makes a cheeseburger. And it's the perfect food. And the, everything that everyone remembers from that fucking movie is that cheeseburger. Like, oh, I'd like a cheeseburger. Like, they don't remember any of the all the other crazy shit that happens. And it's like, you're trying way too fucking hard here. You could have done this, and it could have been simple, and it could have been straightforward, and you could have been way more 
effective and it would have been more like cheeseburger instead of the fucking you know creamy aioli with mango chutney fucking balsamic <laughs> reduction horse shit um the part where it's like the kids are inside the fucking house and they start i, I read about it a little bit because i was like i must you be have missed. to try and make sense of it yeah and they're like well the reason the kid's sitting on the ceiling is that like they lose perspective of reality like, they don't know what's going on because they've been stuck in this fucking house i don't ever explain why um and I was like, okay, there, there's some interesting stuff mm -hmm. in this movie. I was really, really upset in the trailer. Did you guys watch the trailer for this thing? Yeah. I did not. There's not, very little happens, but there's the part where he goes, come upstairs. And it's like a little kid, and you're like, oh, wow, that's that's scary. Yeah. Wow, I wonder what's upstairs. And that is such a small fucking part of this movie. <laughs> um, no payoff at all. And, and even at the end, like some big creature would have lurched out. It's like, okay, well, at least there's something that... So even the moment when... The whatever it is, the being tells the kid to stab himself in the eye, and you see the blood squirting and the screaming. That didn't freak you out. No, that that freaked me out. So the nine one one call was gut wrenching. Yes, the nine one one call was gut wrenching, and that engaged me because there was dialogue and something going on. And it and reminded me so much. Like this guy, he he made like YouTube videos of, mm -hmm. of like he would. So all right, let me actually let me start here. The the background of this movie. This was never made with the intent for it to be in theaters or even accessible well, to who's responsible for it? <laughs> um, the we got to find them and get them. So what happened is this dude like made this right out of school and it's just it's him making an experimental movie. Mm -hmm. It's his project. That's really what it is, is it's a project. He entered it in a festival. Okay. And then I I don't know it might have been TIFF Toronto Toronto International Film Festival he entered it in a festival Tapuigo and then was rejected by them by the way late, <laughs> lately so festivals are also online now because of COVID where you get like an online pass instead of actually going to the festival if you're you know a member of industry press whatever this was so movies are now digitally submitted okay this got leaked amongst other films and. It got leaked to, I guess, and then it, it just it kept going. It, it kept just being, spread. It was getting posted yep. to YouTube. Are you trying to absolve to this motherfucker of blame? I'm saying that this was never made to be accessible. We were never supposed to see we, it. We this were not bullshit. supposed to see this movie. You're describing Blair Witch. You're describing paranormal activity, and this movie just isn't as good as those movies. So I would say what I liken it to is apparently didn't he, what I did read is that he made a shorter version of it. Where is that? That it's only like 30, 37 minutes long, and it's essentially the condensed version of this and that this is the I'm taking all of the techniques I've learned since then and putting them into a longer movie. What it reminded me of was have you ever seen the original version of THX? The no. George Lucas movie. It's his it's the one he made while he was still in film school. I'm aware of the film. The the one he made the version he made while he was the, the original one that came out in theaters is a rough watch. It's but really the, long. But the one he <laughs> made in film school is really rough to watch because it was a film school project. So yeah. that's kind of the vibe I got the entire time of watching this and I was like I sh shouldn't be watching this without this guy sitting next to me to tell me what's going on. Yeah, I mean the the Kyle Edward Ball is his name. Like he he's said a couple times in interviews he's like I this happened on accident. Like I I'm very like happy that people are watching this, but like I don't even know what to do because all these people are asking me about this movie or they have all these thoughts and like I never even thought that this would be seen by, you know, a 100 people. Then why did he make alone. it? Because it was just a project. I don't know. Why did we make songs about fucking farting? I would like and people to hear the songs CD. about it's farting. Like, and if they did, I wouldn't be upset about it. It's like drawing things that are first drafts. It's you going to go like, well, I got to at least practice. I want to get you know this under my belt. And then 
maybe I can make something yeah. that, that should be seen by more people than... Yeah, but you're trying to do something that's never been done before also. Like, I've never fucking heard of a movie like this. Yeah. Now, 15000 to make. It made over a million dollars in the movie theater. Congratulations. That's a really big that's deal. That's incredible, yeah. Also, the, the title of this article is... The newest horror sensation has divided audience, whether it's the scariest movie in a long time or simply not good. Hmm. That's very interesting, too. Yeah. You know, it's it's difficult to be that polarizing. People, you're, generally, they love you or they hate you. Um, I haven't met anybody. I, I've read critics online that I don't, I find to be very disingenuous because I think that they're politicking this and positioning is, themselves. This is a masterpiece. So, like, the, this is the agreeing that something is great because yeah. you don't want to look dumb. Everybody that I know that's watched this movie is angry about this movie. Now, I'm it'll not be angry about this movie. You're not? No. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. So, <laughs> that's what I thought. I'll be interested to see if you have the balls to say you enjoyed this movie. It's hard. I this know, but I'm really glad I watched it. Well, I said the same. I'm, I'm not really glad I watched it. I'm really glad that I watched it. Every- right, but you're also tormented. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but this is a tormenting movie. It's yes. tormenting to watch this movie. This movie, like, it, it reminded me. So Goat talked about the, the phone call, the 911 call. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one one thing that in, I think it was the first part of the movie that really hit me, like, oh, shit, this is really effective. For for me personally is, like, because he asked, you know, why are you whispering? And the kid's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I can't, I can't talk louder. Like, I have I have nightmares like that. Where something is wrong, and I'm trying to communicate that something's wrong, but for some reason I can't speak, or I can't speak, I can't yell, I, got I can't speak any louder. Doesn't this seem like, lazy though? Like there's no explanations, there's no nothing. It's just like, oh, I don't know. Does the kid- you're just curating, you know, an environment? I mean, that's Does- all this movie is. Is he's he's curating an environment, and like to me, putting me in the type of dream that I've had as a little kid as well as an adult. Does the phone call at the beginning from the dad? Where he says he's okay, but he fell down the stairs and hit his head. Is that the framework for the movie that we're watching the rest of the I'm, movie? I'm in? sure. I'm sure because that's that's the only thing that seems to make any sense. That, what movies like this like to do is not be actually a horror movie. It's about fucking trauma in your childhood and overcoming personal demons and trying to be more than what it is. It's the babaduking of the fucking horror industry, which ruins everything that it fucking touches. So that would make perfect sense. This is a very indulgent, masturbatory movie, in in my opinion. And I think the length also reflects that. Like, if you were trying to do something here, make it more palatable for your audience. I think if this guy, maybe he didn't care that people watch it, like what Tuber is saying. I don't know a lot of people that create shit that don't want people to see it and put it out there where people can see it. Well, he wanted, he was, he was putting, dude, he entered it in a festival. This is probably, so he did the, want people to see it. F- fucking at least certain fe- people. Festival people. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's not, well, but we, I mean, we, if it does well at a festival, it's going to go somewhere. But I, do, do you really think that, I, I don't think that this guy submitted this thinking that it was going to be the next festival find, like a you know, I, fucking I'm Kevin Smith movie. You believe he earns indemnification because his argument is, I don't, I didn't think people would watch it. I, I'm I'm kind of shocked because I, I think that you're being a little unfair towards it. It's a fucking terrible movie. I'm not being unfair. If I would say that if if again if, if James Cameron made this guy like movie. we were nicer, dude. Like like that fucking movie Charman. Like that was that was very simple and straightforward. But it was it wasn't very good. 
But it we was were better but, than this. But we were. I think that we gave it a pass because of the circumstances of, of the movie itself. That it, it was, was this, a but clearly that, but it was two. two buddies in an apartment building making. It was a movie. a movie, and I think that if any of us sat down and tried to make a movie, we could not make a movie as good as Charman. We could fucking shit on a goddamn <laughs> canvas and make this movie. It's nothing. It, it, it is the. It is the fucking pinnacle of pompacity that we have to sit here and pretend <laughs> like this is something that it's it's art. I mean, ultimately, Dude, yes, it's ultimately art. that's it's what it is. It's such a cop out when people fucking say that. I know. I mean, but but ultimately, I think that's the only way it's to really Christ. explain this. There's no difference. It's self-flagellation. Flagellation. What's the word? Goat. Help me with the word. Self-flagellation is that's what this is. Watching this movie, it is punishing yourself. And, and maybe there's a place for that. Tuber and I watch movies for different reasons. So like this, clearly- also, dude. For the record, I watched this. I the all of my my bedroom door was shut. All of the lights were off, and oh, I was alone. Lord. I was Where in bed. Was your wife, dude. Uh, she was downstairs. Oh, I turned I, the dude, light I, on I, halfway through. Sorry, I, dude, I was running. Yeah. A, I I was running a fever watching this movie, and I got to be honest, that probably helped. I, I think, think passed, I was running a fever because think, of watching this I movie. Think it so. passed, I think it passed the time a little more because I was just in this like feverish state, tucked into bed. So watching you were this in and, tune with this movie when no, you were watching that's it. The, that's what I'm saying. You were. A fever dream. Yes, I was. I think it helped me. Then when that was at 592 days came up on the screen, that's how long it felt like you've been watching the movie. Yeah, more or less. Did it say that? I don't even remember. Yeah, that. it was when it when it showed the tape recorder stuck to the ceiling and all the Legos were piled up at the end of the hallway, but it was upside down. It said like 592 days, and I'm like, huh? And then we had that quick cut. Well, not nothing was quick, but the periodic zoom out. This movie, Going further and further down the hallway. It, 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 it's so disrespectful to Jaws. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking this about? Is such a, this, the existence of this movie is so disrespectful to Jaws. Because Jaws set out to do the same thing that this movie did. Only there is... Terrify us. There is plot. There are actors. There's a point to us all being there. There's special effects. There's things that happen. Any of us could sit down... And put together a bunch of random fucking sound effects and a bunch of goddamn camera shots and be like, <laughs> you figure this out, shithead. And we get a bunch of pseudo-intellectuals pretending like they know what's fucking going on. Now, I'm not saying that's easy to do because you have to get it in front of the pseudo-intellectuals. You have to get it in front of people like Dotson. This also, is like, the- I don't know. I don't understand anything. In you this have movie. to put, you what? The point of making a movie is to have an audience and to want people to watch it. And you're telling me that the guy didn't want that. I think he was happy by the time that came around. I'm saying oh that it all God. happened on accident, dude. He wasn't shopping it around places. This, this is the jazz music of movies. That's actually I not guess, a bad but the people that, that had, they had to learn to play instruments. They had to learn to play the fucking instruments. This guy does not know how to make movies. He knows how to edit. He knows how to edit software. I, unless he paid someone to do that. He might have gone on Fiverr. That's incredibly disrespectful. Dude. This movie fucking blows, Tube. I didn't want to watch it for the show. You're the one that wanted to fucking watch it. Yes, and I. But also, I pray to God that I never also, got brought up on the show. I'm also mature enough to realize it stinks and not sit here and defend it because I watch shit like this it. all the time. I don't talk about it around you guys. What? Well, I can't disagree with you without you freaking out, turning pink. You can fuck, talk. Fuck. You can talk about it to me. This movie blows dick, and I'm allowed to say that no matter how much he screams at me. Yes, but you can't not be mad be bullied at me. By Matt you can't Dodson. be mad that at is... me for liking how it. How the fuck then? am I mad at you? I haven't said one nasty thing to you tonight. I said all to Jim. That's true. Hi. That Jim, is accurate. Jim, did you like it? No. You got your fast <laughs> efforts clipped. I have respect for you. Thank you. Shut the fuck out. By the broadcast. Is that what it takes? Yes. Yes. 
There's three of us at this table that aren't arrogant enough to realize that our bloodline should not continue. <laughs> Do I just get a pass for everything? Though? There's one of us that likes to blow loads. Huh? Goat? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that I should be allowed to say what I want about the movie, despite the fact. Yeah. What is your fucking problem about me saying I don't like this movie? Oh, I don't know. It's just all right. It might have been that you said it was disrespectful to Jaws. It is fucking... The existence of this movie is disrespectful to the people that actually put the time and effort in to construct a movie. Bad or good. The movies that... Mystery Science Theater 3000 could not do a fucking episode on this movie. Oh, no. Right. And this movie's worse than all the movies they do episodes on. Go watch This Island Earth. It's a fucking day of costumes. They have special effects. They have dialogue. There's no dialogue! Manos, hand of faith. We are those kids. But I want to fucking rescue these kids, whoever their parents are. Let them be in this tragedy. Well, Kaylee's already met her tragic demise, so. Yeah, she got got. It's a zero <laughs> out of five. <laughs> Do you want to go next, Dottie? Yeah, I got a vasectomy, so I can give this a four. <laughs> you are not giving this a four. You are just trying to upset me now. And that's fine. If you want to hurt me, I, that, I'm used. To, I'm used to taking your slings and arrows. I go through a lot to try to be friends with fucking tube. I, I'm willing. I, to, I, I'm in an abusive relationship, and I need to understand that. I can't think of. I like. You can't compare it to another movie, right? Whatever. That's what, true. Like, what this does. I can't think of another movie that feels like I'm sitting in a dream that I've actually had, a nightmare that I've actually had. I think it's a lot harder to do than. I mean, you see dream sequences all the time, and most of the time you don't get it right. It's just like an elevated fantasy sequence. It's not images and sounds that are a lot of what, I don't know, a lot of what my dreams are. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's cool that he was able to recreate that. No one, I have never seen someone do that before. I'm probably yeah, never going to, I'm never, right. never going to watch it again. But yeah. I'm glad that it exists. Then what are you giving it, in, honestly? I'll give it four. No, you can't say that if you are never going to watch it again and you didn't enjoy it. Yes, I can. All right, Oscar. <laughs> that's, that's that's rude. Low. That, that's that's rude. exactly what he did. It's exactly what he did. That's who you are. Matt, I'm scoring what I saw, not Matthew what I'm going to rewatch. <laughs> oh the big T, everybody. This is this is you getting back at me. Now you're Ooh. volleying back to me. You're calling me Oscar. Big T and goat here. Oh. Everything gets a five because I don't I'm I don't have any interests. I'm topsoil. Hey, wait a minute. Dig down one inch, you're going to find hard clay. Big four. T, goat. Four. You can keep saying four. That's what he would do. He wouldn't <clears throat> watch this movie. No, would, but I sat in he music. Would pretend, I, I would sat in music meetings with that guy where he gave everything a five. Every single song we played, he gave a five to. And that's what you're doing. He would pretend he watched it. Yeah, exactly. And then give it a four. Thank you. I, I, I did the homework at least. I don't want to skip ahead. I can't wait to hear what Jester thought of this fucking movie. I, yeah, I, I, I felt like I gave it one point for being completely unique. How could you? And I gave it another half point for sticking in my brain. Okay. For all this time. Okay, but if you got a fucking, if you got a, what is that test where they stick the chlamydia test? So they stick a Q-tip up your dick. Well, that, that sticks in your fucking brain too. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, but that's. I mean, that's a little well, bit of I a mean, different... I mean, you've never experienced that before. It's a little bit of a different avenue. Well, um, I've had a couple of those. Those are rough. Thankfully, I uh, haven't experienced that quite yet. But, uh, you know, life's young. Well, no, it isn't. I'm dying. Um, but in any case, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I can't... 
go full zero, even though I was very frustrated by it. I, I like, I want, I want to know what the hell it means. I want to read about it. I want to put these pieces together because the disarray of the puzzle pieces that were put in front of me bothers me. And to that, I have to give that at least a half a point. So I would say a one and a half is where I would it land It doesn't with mean this. anything because it was made by a nudnik who had no answers for anyone. This movie should be fired into the fucking sun. I what respect do you think, your opinion. What do you think about your colleague over here? Your fucking guy. The four, it a four I'm, out of five. I'm surprised by the four. Yeah. Based, you think he really thinks it's a four or is it a reaction to my intensity? No, I wrote down four after I watched it. Stop it. Based on our discussion and and, and what, what you said, I, I was surprised to hear a four. That's, that's a high mark. Um, just because we talked about how inaccessible so much of it was and how frustrating it was in spots. Like even you agreed. And I know that you have a different scale for what you get out of a movie yeah. than than the rest of us do. Um, and so, but I mean, four does seem high. I was a little bit taken aback by that, but I was expecting, I was expecting a three from you. I'm not going to lie. I was no, expecting a three just higher. because of, just because of the, you know, film school artsy Imagine aspect of it. giving this fucking nut job, not Tuber, whoever the, the beatnik is that made this fucking movie. Imagine giving him a budget. And saying, all right. Make whatever you want. Go do whatever you want. Just fucking set the money on fire. Just piss it down the side of your leg. He's going to come back to you. Here's a, here's a video of my mom fucking shitting on the toilet that I've had for 25 years. People will talk about that. Tube will think it's moving. He's never seen anything like this before. I don't think I've seen that before. Mamo no. after a fucking night at the Sizzler for too long. We'll put it out for four hours of her straining. <laughs> Grunties, the movie. I, I wish I, I wish I could be counterculture. It'd be so fucking easy. Everything that stinks, you could. I like it. Oh wow, this guy must know something I don't. He's got to be smart. <laughs> so the next time either of us have a high grade fever, we throw this on and see how it goes. Yeah, maybe maybe gets he knocks the vid yeah. out of you. I don't know. Recommended. Something yeah. must have happened with him. So. I'm not as upset about Dottie's scores. This motherfucker <laughs> said, I'll never watch it again, and I didn't like it for. I just want to make sure we're all clear. Like no, I did like it. You did just like probably it. You won't didn't watch like it, it again. We talked about it. We talked about it. You did not no, like I it. No, I told you not to watch it. And then you I did. fucking watched it. Right. You wanted to enjoy it in solitude without anybody knowing that you enjoyed it. Yes. <laughs> this is one that I would keep to myself. I got a list of other things I wish you would have kept. You weren't going to tell anyone at the school cafeteria no. table that you ever watched this. I was going to much I was less than you enjoyed forever it. with Skinnamarink. I would rather watch Jester coming up with a list of reasons why his wife smashing into a school bus is his fault <laughs> for two hours. Then watch this movie again. We should get that on the festival circuit. That'd be pretty and impressive. That, yeah. that sucks the soul out of my fucking being. We should being. absolutely get that on the festival circuit as soon as possible. She, she poisoned me because she wrecked the core. What you got there, Justin? Should I start with number one? <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the side of the road with his mom. You fucking imagine. I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch Skinnerink sitting on a cactus than live one day as Jim Jester. How about that? Oh my God. How about how about fucking that? Jester wow. sitting on a cactus. Oh look, here's a pineapple. Let me stick it in my dick hole oh, rather no. than have to fucking be Jim for ten minutes. Which ten minutes though? The, 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 where his spine turns into a weeping willow. Because I was gonna say the last ten minutes, I feel like I'd rather do that than did you, you like, know. Did you like put when, that pineapple when the, anywhere? When the phone rang and the eyes moved. 
No. That messed with me. I, didn't I was excited. I, I didn't even good, notice that. That got me good. That expect. I was expecting. See that? I, was I think drifting that, in and out of consciousness. I expected so many more jump scares that the ones that did show up, they took me by surprise. Yeah, Why are you saying jump scares with an S? I know. I was expecting more of them. I was expecting plural. I feel like there were like three. There's the the, the mom sticking the arm out. The phone and then the blood. Maybe you guys watched a different movie than I did. I, I mean, you might have fallen asleep by the time any of that stuff yeah. happened. Also, because... Ant-Man also watched a different... Remember we watched a movie and he watched a movie with a different title at the same fucking time? <laughs> and he came here trying to talk about yeah. it? <laughs> uh, Jimmy, what did you think of Skinnerink? Uh, you know, I've been through a lot of bad things. I've experienced <laughs> okay. a lot of bad things. Your time here on Wednesdays and Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights especially. Uh, only Wednesday is when Dukes get angry. Ag- yeah, I'm angry sorry. I've just started screaming at you for no reason at all. I apologize. That uh, that's an hour and forty minutes. I can't have back. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I watched. Jim being on my side does not help me. By the way, <laughs> it was nothing happened. It was dark. You couldn't hear shit. How much more would you have enjoyed watching Freddy Got Fingered? Oh, my God. I watched that <laughs> ten times over. <laughs> the eye strain was a concern for me throughout the... The uh, ear strain, too. Yeah. Oh. Right. Can you believe this piece of shit is going to sit here and fucking not deduct half a point just for that? I'll do that. If that makes you happy, I'll do that. I don't. Nothing's going to make us, me happy about this. Will that get us back on track? Segment. Nothing's going to make me happy about this segment. Okay. <laughs> I, I'd rather... I'd rather watch Captain Marvel and then every fucking episode of Miss Marvel. And then The Marvels. And then The Marvels. Together? Oh. In a marathon. <laughs> all right. Oh, at the same time. All of them concurrently. Yeah. And by the way, it would have been Multiple less screens. grating than the audio from Skinamarink. Uh What'd you give it, Jimmy? It's it's a zero. Zip zero. There's, there's, nothing, zero. there's nothing demeaning Die about that flame. movie. They could take the master film. Remember the end of Inglorious Bastards? That's a film. Dotson's not going to yeah. like that because there's protagonists and antagonists. <laughs> Things happen, and it's, it's incredibly entertaining. Um, at the end, when they light the movie theater on fire and everything burns, every copy of this film. Um, I would be willing. If I could wipe this movie from existence, I'd be willing to give up Edge of Tomorrow. Wow. I wow. have it never existed. That is vitriol. Do you know how disrespectful this movie is to Edge of Tomorrow? I don't think, think they think were of the thinking about Edge of Tomorrow while making it. You have a good point. But what I'm telling you is that they went to Edge of Tomorrow and said, we have Tom Cruise and we have you an imagine? unlimited budget. You have to make a good <laughs> imagine fucking imagine if movie. while they were making this, they went, you know what? Fuck Edge of Tomorrow. We're making this. It makes just about as much sense as anything else that happened during the fucking writers meetings for this piece of shit. Can you even imagine? Here's what we'll do now. All right. We'll have the kids, but they don't say anything. Now turn the light on and off 300,000 times. <laughs> look under the bed. No, I'm not going to look under the bed, demon voice. I wouldn't have done that. But imagine. No. By the way. Great concept for a fucking movie. The kids, yeah. the, the dad disappears, the windows aren't there. What the well, fuck? Well, because it plays, it does play off of like a fear that you would have as a kid that you yeah. wake up and your parents are gone. Has, did that ever happen to you, by the way? Did I wake up and my parents were gone? Yeah. Can you tell that I'm, I'm maladjusted? <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell that maybe happened to me? I'm saying it would have been paradise. I can sit there and play with my toys. It did happen to me once. It Eat was cereal. fucking scary. It happened to me for real. I fucking woke up. One of them said, nope, no more of this. <laughs> All right. Um, go check out Skinner Brink. It's available on um, one of those streaming services. Would you, be, would you be willing to 
find the shorter version and see if that played any better. Why would you? No. Okay. No. Let's watch Stomp the Yard 2. (laughs) Goat's being an iconoclast. That's fine. That's what he is. But I'm not going to sit here and deal with this. A couple Blu-rays I might have to return now. (laughs) And watch Jacob's Ladder and fucking Skinnamarink in back-to-back weeks. See, but you know how much better this is going to make all the other movies that we watched That's a great point. Remember when I said we should watch Hooper and Burt Reynolds was jumping over fucking fireballs? Yes. I want us to have fun. And fun we have. You can't have fun all the time. Oh, not next week. No, no, no. We got to watch fucking Goat's goddamn woke TikTok movie. We're going to fucking love that one. All right. Um, You want to do the fun one? You need to take another piss break? I don't know. I feel, <laughs> like I, I feel like I need some time to breathe after that. If I drank a beer, would it make you feel better? It would make me feel so much better. I think we would have avoided I'd, all of this unpleasantness. Where is it? Your beer's in there? I'll, I'll drink a beer to save the There's show. a big beer in the back. You want I a big got, beer? I, uh, what's, what's a big beer? 24 ounces. Missile silos. We got missile silos. They were dropped off this week. I just Fre- opened this non-alcoholic. I'm going to go oh, pour it out. Right, that, Good like choice. That. Go pour that out. Can I go get it? Well, you guys Kevin's can? getting it for you right oh, now. Thank you, Kevin. Bring him two. No, just the one, Kevin. Two Thank missile you. silos. Just the one, Kevin. Well, Kevin, Thank I, you. Kevin, guess who gave missile fucking Skinnerbrink a four? It'd be nice if you drank one for each uh, digit you gave Skinnerbrink. I'm breaking. Oh. I'm breaking a fast to make you feel better. Fast? Yeah. It's been uh, nine days. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, congratulations, man. This that's is how. That's, I want the show. To, ass I want the show to continue. Uh, so well, he was almost dying. So yeah. there huh? is that. Ow. Also, time off after Smashville. I would absolutely encourage people to drink during COVID. Oh, there you go. There's two of them right there. Kevin hates my fucking guts. Or he wants you to have fun. Or he wants you to be a fucking fun person. Um, They're making Cliffhanger 2. Did you guys know that? Did not know that. Did not know that either. I don't know how I didn't. Uh, Stallone is involved and the director of Kandahar, which is the new Gerard Butler action movie, which is just like all the other Gerard Butler action movies. The desert movie? Yes. Um, No, that's Air... Is that airplane or plane? No, plane. Plane, plane was in the jungle. Well, they crash. Yeah, and they jump out in the um, Philippines. Rick Roman Hua is the gentleman's name. He will be directing um, Cliffhanger Two. I see. Which, by the way, I've heard conflicting reports that it's going to be a reboot as opposed to an outright sequel. So it'll be interesting to see how that happens. So, well, I guess it wouldn't be Cliffhanger Two. Can yeah. I confess something? Yes. Never seen Cliffhanger. Well, let's go ahead and put it All on the right. fucking list. <laughs> I was just thinking we're we only could, at two uh, movies, so. I was going to ask if we could do that, actually. Can you write this down, please, Jim? Yes. Dotson gave Skinner a rank of four. <laughs> okay. I want to know. I want to be reminded of that when he scores Cliffhanger. Because here's something he's going to hate about Cliffhanger. Michael Rooker's in it, who's an adult actor, oh, and he has dialogue. I can't have that. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be real mad about that. You, seen, uh, you ever seen Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? The chick from Northern... I'm not done yet. The chick from Northern Exposure is in it, too, by the way, which you probably haven't seen an episode of that show. That was, that was 90s joke. Oh, yeah? um, no, I have not, by the way. I have not seen that. That is, that is a, that's a Michael Rooker Is movie. that a Rooker? So, so what is a crazy slime movie he's in? Slither. Man, that's a good movie. James Gunn still making good movies in 2008. I'll take... Well, in 2008. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 2008. Now, put the time frame on it. Now we're back on the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to see that. I'm not going to see that movie. That's the most annoying headline, by the way. I'm going to. Oh, we'll I thought it was going to be Fast and Furious. Oh no, 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 no! no. I, those movies here just—they just exist in perpetuity. Yeah, they don't represent the fall of Babylon, which is what I, this I is agree. Headline. I am not offended by them the way I am with 
Uh, yeah. Anyways, it's sorry. Fun. Cliffhanger two. Slither, great movie. You, you seen Slither? I have not. Throw it on the lawn. No. Oh shit. <laughs> Slither. We're will gonna be have a, a great episode next. Slither episode. will be a fun. Episode. Hold on. Hold on. Let's hold on. Turbulence, cliffhanger, and Slither. That's See? Shoplifting. See? I'm drinking beer. Drinking See? beers, beers, beers. Rolling fatty, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? I know how to perk you up, buddy. All right. What was your movie? Oh, we got oh, we got a Sit to Goats movie, right? Yeah. The, yeah, uh, sorry. Searching. Missing. Uh, missing. Can I just donate to uh, Biden getting reelected? We can skip that movie. Is no. that possible? No. Sorry. I'll do it for you. We're watching it. All right. How much? 200 Dollars? Yes. Dollars? What, 100000 well, I don't know, man. I'm seeing what's out there. I mean, I watch I'm the, seeing how desperate you are. I'll watch the movie over there. Yeah, let's movie. watch the movie. <laughs> All right, we'll watch the movie. Maybe it'll be good. I mean, I hope so. Here's what I can tell you. Slither's good. Okay. And Cliffhanger's good. So I'm, is Cliffhanger 2 going to have Stallone? Yeah. Is that what we're... Okay. Yeah, he's going to be in it. Walker. Damn you, Walker! You got to understand. Completely unhinged John Lithgow in this movie. You are gonna, oh good. You're gonna oh yeah fucking That's love it. Number movie number four of unhinged Lithgow for us. I think. We did I think so. We did uh, blowout. Yeah. What good. do you know about Lost Man? Rooker holding him off the side of the cliff. He's fucking gonna drop me. He's fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> um, not to sound like a total rube, but he's doing that while he's doing the, it. Too. <laughs> the opening of Ace Ventura. When nature Two. calls, that yeah, is a par- parodying cliffhanger, right? You're, you're okay. going to feel very familiar when he drops the raccoon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I was about to say, I'm, I'm very familiar yeah. with when nature calls. When Sly holds up his ear, he goes, "What about the animal cargo? <laughs> you could put someone's eye out with that thing." By the way, I think funnier than the original Ace Ventura. Yes, yeah. Ace Ventura Two is when, is superior. When the chimpanzee is holding the spear. And Ace Ventura says, how do they get past the guard? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Skinnamarink is an affront to Ace Ventura, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Think about how funny Shikaka is in that fucking movie. You're just running down the list now. It's like this movie. (laughs) The existence of this movie is... Is threatened well, by the existence the, uh, of Skinnamarink. The rubber rhinoceros scene is the funniest scene, but the sneaky funniest part of it is when he's in the rubber rhino and the fan dies. <laughs> yeah. And then he starts thipping it. <laughs> and then he takes off his fucking whitey tighties and wrings them out. <laughs> That's the funniest fucking movie I've ever seen. When he picks, not just that he says the Monopoly guy, but then he picks him up and spins him all the way around. Sings the full Chitty Chitty Bang Bang song Dude, while he's in the that, monster when truck. He's singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in the Jeep and then rolls it into the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things in any movie. Now you just want to spit in Jim Carrey's face for like not doing another Ace Ventura movie. I mean, <laughs> all right. Uh, they're making Cliffhanger too. Yes. Looking forward to it. The, the 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 premise of the article, by the way, is uh, that it is a masculine uh, uh, action movie, and they think those are a dying breed. And I would say, well, I mean, John Wick does pretty good. I think yeah, if you make I think a, that's the, the John Wick is the the, the gold standard. Yeah, make nowadays, a good one. Yeah? Just make a yes, good action yes. movie. You just have to make yeah. good yeah. movies. Nobody. Great. Yeah. Great yeah. action fucking movie. Yeah. Or no one. Or I don't. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. All right. That movie, um, uh, Sisu, also seems uh, of that. Oh, movie. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love, we were going to, I guess Goat was going to potentially maybe choose that movie. It was on my list. Um, the fact that it's at the uh, high price point for on demand at the moment Your held me back a little bit. Next month or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Not as accessible. 
I love to watch it the next time around. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna. Yeah, whenever that's available, whoever's turn it is, I say go for yep, it. Yep, let's do it. Um, all right. Uh, final movie of the evening is Drag Me to Hell, which is directed by Sam Raimi. I would like to put out my first note. I'm already impressed by how crisp and clean this movie looks after watching Skinamarink. Okay. That, that, <laughs> that was, it was the first thing that struck on. me was, I can see everything in the frame. And people are saying things, and there's adults. That's and right. This was Goat's first time with Drag Me the Yes. Hell. That's, I think, why we were screaming was, at him. Yeah. Yes. That was the uh, the impetus for putting it on the list. An hour and 39 minutes, uh, 92% from the critics, 62% from the audience, incredibly Surprising. One uh, that's gotten a huge revisit over the last couple oh, of years. Really? Resurgence. Yeah, people oh, love great. this movie now. Thank God. I mean, we. I think you and I always have. But yeah. Oh, it, I it, saw gets, the theater. It, it gets a lot more run and respect now. So the protagonist in this movie, Allison Lohman, um, my wife actually put me onto this. She just peaced out after this movie. She had kids. And, I, like, I, I, was, I was reading wild. Yeah. 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 Okay. She's like, nah. I'm not really. She's married this. to the. You know who she's married to? No. A director, the guy that made Gamer with Gerard Butler. I fucking <laughs> love wow. Gamer. Also, uh, Dexter's in that. He does a crazy yeah. ass batshit fucking crazy yeah. dance scene. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah, that movie is. I think it's a lot of fun. It, it's. I don't think it's. It's not very good, but it's awesome. You ever right? seen Death Race with fucking uh, yeah, Jason dude. Statham? Right in the Death pocket Race. of the fucking. Tyrese moment. is in that too. No, yeah. you know what? We're, you know what we're gonna have to do? We're gonna have to do Goat's homework because we've seen all these movies, and I just see Goat smiling and nodding, just smiling and nodding. You dude, love Death Gamer? Race is right in the dotty pocket. What's man. The, the chick says? Let's shit on the sidewalk and see why skates uphill, motherfucker. Or, <laughs> there's some crazy line in that movie. Um, I've seen Death Race way more than I care to admit. Great movie. Yeah. Did you see the original one? Yes, I, I actually just recently watched Death Race uh, Death 2000. Race. Yeah, weird, weird, that's weird. that's that, that is an interesting movie. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's pretty cool. It's yeah. weird, but it, it's it worth was a watching. Mad Max ripoff, right? Well, it's uh, it's kind of Mad Max and the Running Man. It's got that because yeah. there's the competition where you get points for running people over. And, and did you ever read The Running Man by Richard? No, Bachman? it's a totally different story. Dude, yeah, he ends up suicide. Dude, it's creepy yeah. at the end he's in a jumbo jet and he ends up like 9-11-ing a fucking that's, yeah S stephen king pen name yes right? yeah. yeah yeah my cousin was obsessed with Fucked that's up. the reason we watched the running man when i was a kid well he was disappointed then they because <laughs> they're not a lot alike no that's the thing after we watched it he's like oh you should definitely read the book i said well why watch the book i just saw yeah, the perfect movie yeah. so yeah the starship troopers book very, very similar too yeah. where it's like this is i love both of them it's, a, it's it's a lot more um biting satire than yes. than i mean the movie is also got its biting satire in it, but the but the book is just like yes, everything is terrible, and you're being used in a meat grinder. Go to hell. So yeah, um, this movie is a bit of a meat grinder itself. Uh, Justin Long in this movie playing a character that he's very familiar with. I love Justin Long. I do too. It's just comforting to me. I feel like he's in a lot of movies where there's just really horrific shit happening all around him. <laughs> um, it made forty two million dollars in the theater, um, and it was PG thirteen. I remember being really upset about that because I'm an Evil Dead fan and mm -hmm. you want it to be I, I thought they got as much out of PG-13 as you possibly can absolutely and they, they did uh, one of the, the genius parts of this that was that was pretty great yeah holy um, shit <laughs> yeah. The, they got around the blood there, there is really gross fucking horrible it's, shit it's actually worse than blood I agree. Yeah. How smart is that? The, Nobody else does that. It's like when they did uh, when they changed the blood to sweat in one of the home releases of Mortal Kombat. Or Super Nintendo. Yeah, and it yeah. was just like, oh, I think this might be more unsettling Gross. than if it was just blood. It's like, yeah, and no blood code either, because Genesis had the sweat too, but they had the blood code. Yeah, yeah you so. could get around it. But yeah, the, the amount of 
One of my notes was the amount of goo in this movie it's is gross. very unsettling. And how much of it, again, like we were talking about with Evil Dead Rise, how much of it is just going straight into other people's faces it's or so great, right dude. into your mouth. And it's just like, oh. It all goes back to like, it, it all comes back to Evil Dead 2 when the blood's leaking out of the wall. And as he gets closer, it explodes and like goes, it's a, a geyser into his face. It all comes back to that moment in movies like this. And. It never gets old. He's so good with witches. And like in yeah. this movie, it's based kind of in reality. So I was like, where are you going to find a, a witch? And that, that old gypsy woman, mm-hmm. she should have fucking been nominated. When she's sucking on that girl's chin oh. in Dude. the Ugh. fucking car. Uh, like this is the most disturbing thing like, I've ever yeah. seen. Dude, the, the the fight in the car is almost like Looney Tunes level. It's so it's crazy. so good. It's so fucking good, man. Where the, like they're beating the shit out of each she other. She staples her eyes shut. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then throws that back elbow. Like, awesome. just, oh, I'm going to get some. She drops all the Bruce yeah. Campbell lines at the very end, too. Oh, the scene where she's drowning in the fucking grave after she gives Ooh. the curse back is horrifying. It's gross, and, and yeah, I love I love the, the, the dirt in this. Because also when um, she's having the dream and the woman barfs, you know, worms. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to, uh, I'll send this to the, the uh, Fortress Film Society Instagram Weirdly, coincidentally enough, Barty sent me something on Instagram last week where it's them shooting this scene. I don't think he said really. Well, he confessed he doesn't listen to this show, so I don't yeah. think he even knows that we're watching this. It's a bummer. But he sent me like a, a lot of people. The scenes a lot of people love confessing that to me. Yeah, by unfortunately. The way. <laughs> but uh, I'll send it to the. the I don't we'll, listen. We'll get it posted Sorry. to the show <laughs> Instagram uh, if the video's still up. It's awesome because it, it shows them like how they're packing it and then how they they just dump it in this woman's face, dude. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if she retired. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. I can this, see this being your retirement plan. Like, like, okay. The the timeline of like where this movie exists is really unique for a couple different reasons. This was his follow-up after he made the three Spider-Man movies. So Spider-Man 3 was 2007, and then this was the you know, the return to the genre. Okay. The return to uh, a horror movie, something that is you know an entirely uh, a Raimi product. It's not based off of a comic book. It's right. not, you know, you're not, not surrounded by producers. Or anything. Yeah. This is something where clearly, like, he has final cut. It's his vision. Um, also, 2009, we are in the heart of, like, torture porn land okay. in horror movies. Saw and Hostile are king. They have been for several years. These are the type of, like, horror movies that are doing super well at the box office. Also are rated PG-13 horror movies, especially in around this era, really bad, but... Then this movie comes out and it just stands so high above everything else from the genre in that in that year. It's it's really interesting. A lot of perfect shit in this movie. One, the name Lamia is in my mind like a perfect name. The the goat, like the images of the hands stretching out under the door, yeah. the goat head showing up. The guy, I don't, I'm gonna say his name incorrectly, but Delip Rayo. He's in Inception and Avatar. He plays the the kind of the mystic. The, he's great. He's fucking great. As soon as he shows up on screen, I am immediately uh, attached and fascinated by his character. And when he's... I I don't want to fast forward to it, but the exorcism scene in this movie is some of my favorite movie of all time. It's funny. It's scary. And Sam Raimi... When he goes over the top, I don't know why an overexpressive demon is my favorite thing on Earth, but like this guy goes, Lamia! It looks over like that. I could just watch that all day. I don't know what it touches. And and then when that fucking guy starts dancing on the fucking table and the the flames are going up, I'm just... Yeah, like it's just, it's just when, so great. How about when the goat gets a person face and he's like, "You tricked me, you bitch!" Oh, yeah. you bitch. Like, what the <laughs> fucking awesome. hell? Um, Did either of you guys catch the director's cut? 
I don't, I don't no. know that I did. It was it was more money from what I remember. Okay, that, <laughs> that, skin that, that, that checks out. I mean, I, I I don't know why they don't just have that What's as different like the go-to it? version. There's just um, I think it's just like extended visual uh, gags. Yeah, it's a okay. couple. I think it's like three or four minutes longer. Yeah, total. so it's not like it's, Alien Three where it changes the entire. No, it the does narrative not, doesn't change. Not. Yeah. You just you get a little more of like the horror shit that they probably cut oh, to make man, sure that it was so PG thirteen. Because um, if you can find the director's cut, he's I, Sam Raimiing the so fuck up it. in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I, why fucking Doctor Strange always bummed me out because it's like man, there was little hints and. When he first gets the cloak and he turns into like the undead Doctor Strange, I'm like, oh, now we're going to get it. It's like, oh, this is a Marvel movie. No, we're, and we're the, not going to get it. The the Raimi parts in that movie were were just as big of a letdown as as other parts. I feel like because it's just him. I feel like they're just like nods, like like, huh? Get it? It's a Sam Raimi movie, guys. They they did not feel genuine at all, which was which was a bummer. Because this is I think most... that was his first movie since this. But also, this is a, a this movie had a budget. It was wide released. It was it was after he had all that fucking credibility of Spider Man, and then he could make one of this is his movie. And what a yeah. name too! Fuck. And normally I'd be upset. The poster is the end scene of the movie. Yeah, she's yeah. getting dragged down into hell, and cool. You know. <laughs> A horrific ending of a movie. Just an absolutely, you think she's going to get hit by a train, and then they do the fucking complete end around. No, no, you're going to hell, bitch. You see her fucking face melt. And then Justin Long is just sitting there staring into her eyes as her fucking skin melts off her. I was going to marry that person. Thanks. I bought a new coat because I'm new, and I got rid of that. I don't want your cat, bitch. Oh, my God. Vomit the cat out on her. that That was a lot. How about when she shoves her fucking arm down her throat? Oh, oh yeah. my god. It's so good. <laughs> it's such a great movie. She's great and she takes such an ass kicking. When she's just like up in the bedroom and the thing is first reaching out just slamming her all over the fucking Yeah. That's actually yeah, that feels like a, a bit of a Raimi trademark as well where the evil entities are just like basically sucker punching Dicking you. Dicking with you. Like yeah. yeah, they're just that first time it shows up in even in the um even in the church in the opening gambit sure. before the title card. Where it's just basically throwing haymakers at the people who are trying to get their son. And Kid dies, from, by yeah. the way. Kid dies in the first three minutes of that movie. Yeah, without, Dragged to hell. Without any resistance. Yeah. And I like the fact they set up the, the exorcist woman and it, it don't matter by the end of it. There's one thing that he is a consummate professional in is that if there's an evil entity, no, you're not going to fucking it's beat winning. it with your charms and your incantations. It's going to kill you and rip you apart. Um, I this movie's fucking fantastic, and the fact that it is only PG thirteen, I love the fact that somebody went to go see this and said, "Ah, it's only PG 13 and left horrified and yeah. left <laughs> disturbed and and fucking disgruntled and probably was you know went home and divorced. Their did wife. you see it when it came out? I saw the theater. Okay, Twice. I did, I did not. I I saw it. It was probably like twenty fourteen, maybe. I was like trying to fill. I was like trying to fill fill some gaps in in like my. My horror movies, and this was one. It was really when I was like really getting into horror movies sure. was, was college, and I uh, this was just like all right. I've, I've heard good things about it. Uh, didn't even know at the time that it was a Sam Raimi movie, and then it's become it's it's in the regular rotation now. Uh, I have the Blu-ray, and it's uh, it, and and every other year at least. Um, okay, depending on. Uh, if I'm with someone who has never seen it and we're in the mood for horror movies, it that comes right off the show. Right on. That is a that is a go to for sure. I, I will say it had one of my least favorite things that happens is the one person sees something that nobody else yeah, sees. Yeah, it's that, a bummer. That always bothers me, especially when it's something that's clearly 
just say force of of evil that's destroying everything around them. Uh, but I got past that. You know, it was like that 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 dinner scene where it's like everything just went to shit for her. Kind of bummed me out in that regard. Well, then you hated Smile because the scene where the dead cat shows up. I think in we had talked about present, that. Yeah. yeah, that's that's horrific. That, this that, movie is so much better than Smile. It is, but, but that but those moments where it's yeah, like, oh, great example. Yeah, yeah. but Man, but I think I crawls in her fucking mouth. At yeah, the end. Oh my like God, everything around that. I, I, that was why I think I came around on Smile because everybody at the end was like, oh. Yeah, she's just she's seeing she's some fucked. shit, and she got away from everybody, and it all turned out to be super real, and everybody accepted it, or at least everybody that saw her. But I think I can get past that. It's just that was my one nitpick during that scene where I was like, "Man, why does she have to suffer like this?" Yeah, it's a bummer. This I, one's great. I compare like I was. I've been thinking th- this whole time, and and even since I watched it, I watched this movie yesterday, and I've been trying to think what has come out since that I would compare it to because. Have there been good original horror movies since then? Yes. I, I, I would say, like, Insidious was the next year, or maybe two years after. Insidious is a great original horror movie, but it doesn't it doesn't have the same energy that this does. I think that Malignant is probably mm. the closest thing we've gotten to Drag Me to Hell since, because there Where is... Where it's just a, balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Malignant is based in camp, but it's so sincere about it, and so is this movie. Jim, and I, I would, Jim, I would say... Doing? What's up, buddy? He's knocking. He just. What are you knocking on? It wasn't not knocking. It stopped now that you. Are you are you I, doing it with your foot or your hand? I, I, I don't know what I could You've have been knocking. It. Did you hear knocking? I didn't. Okay. No, I felt knocking. Oh, and it might have been. As soon as I said something, it stopped. Hmm. Hold still. Okay. Was it me? No, it's him. Okay. It's the vape. It's the whole thing. Thank you. <laughs> wow! No, no, yeah. not wow. Just if this is happening over and over again. I gotta, it's gotta stop. I can't do the show. That's all. Okay. She wrecked the car. <laughs> yeah, drag me the hell, malignant. Uh, of the same cut of cut from the same cloth. Malignant say. is. Here's where I'll disagree with you. There's a lot of Raimi trappings in this fucking movie, sure. and there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, malignant. As soon as that face shows up in the prison cell i'm like what in the fuck it's fucking <laughs> hell it's go time yeah baby. yeah like i i was not expecting that at all i love the 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 story of you watching that because it was i think it was a classic evening of i was getting some texts like hey what the fuck yeah Why oh do yeah you like this i hate this yeah i hate this you. is terrible <laughs> the show's over you're yeah. fired uh and then and then like 30 minutes of silence and then just Oh my god! Yeah, 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 text, yeah, yeah. text messages just bravo. Yeah, well yeah. done. Malignant's fucking <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, I, I'm due for a rewatch. I haven't seen it since. You know, it that's came a pretty out. polarizing movie too. Like, there's a oh, lot yeah. of people that hate that movie because people. I, I I don't think people are here for the camp nowadays, and and I don't think they were in 2009 either. I think that has to do a, a lot with the score that it got right, the audience score that you just mentioned. Yeah, but I would also say that Velocipacitor or Velocipaster is campy. Doing camp really, really well, I think, is, is it, very rare. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Being got, over the top and campy is commonplace. Well, I think because then it turns into farce. Right. And then it's yeah. just like you're absolutely. just doing yeah. it for the like gag. I said, this, is, this is a very sincere movie. Yeah. yeah if it's, it's We always say, even when it's a bad movie, uh, friends of mine used to watch intentionally bad movies. Well, not intentionally bad movies, but movies that we knew were bad. We watched them intentionally. 
but we yeah, couldn't sure. watch movies that were made to be terrible. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's that's what it is. Where you kind of go like, well, this is just a joke. Unless Tom Servo is shitting on them. Yeah, and I can watch that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I it, it I probably I can't give it a five because five. Um, four four and a half seems like it's within the realm of possibility. I enjoy it so much. I've watched this movie many times. It does everything that I want it to do. I think just to be, just to play it safe, I'm going to go four. Just, just because to cl- keep the cards close to the vest. If if I had to argue that it was a four or five, I I probably could put up a good fight. Um, it's a great movie. I wish more people watched it. Uh, I wish it did better in the theater. Um, I wish Sam Raimi would do more of this. I I really would like to see him make his own movies, even if they're making a quarter of what his larger budget movies would mm-hmm. do. Um, and I really admire the fact that that this wasn't rated R and somehow it felt like a rated R movie. I think that's a very, very difficult thing to do. Something that Skinner could never do. So I'm going to give it, um, I'm going to give it a four and, and, and probably error on the side of it should be a four or five. I don't want to offend if I say a three and a half. Oh, okay. Fine. I just wanted to make sure, you know, I don't want to, I don't want, because I know that I really enjoyed this movie. There were nitpicks. I felt like the uh, coin and button uh, oh, flip the end was very telegraphed. Uh, when she dropped all the stuff in the car. You're smarter than me. I'd, I'd never picked up on it. I just like, anytime there's like, I've got this thing. Oh, no, there's a whole jumble of stuff. It's like, well, clearly she doesn't have the button anymore. <laughs> but but I was ready for the payoff, and it worked. It still worked, even though I kind of knew it was coming. And the fact that the payoff had such a visual punch to it was like, oh, holy shit, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Um, but, yeah, I would say I those, those are really the only complaints I have about it. Um, but yeah, that's, so I would say I'm not ready to go for a four. I feel like if I see it a few more times and get to know it a little bit better, my, my writing rating might improve, but I would say a three and a half is where I'm at right now. I'd easily recommend this to anybody looking for a good time that can stomach goo. I would say I I, I can promise that this movie's going to get better on the rewatch with you because I felt similarly the first time I watched it compared to now. I think this is like the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. And it does okay. Once you know the beats, it just gets more and more fun to watch. And I think it's hard to find movies like that, especially in the horror area, yeah, because the surprise, yeah, the swerve, exact, is what's, yeah, exactly. And that's why I think it's so it's so valuable to to have this movie. Um, Chad, I'm with you. I, I dance between a four and a four and a half. It's been a four the entire time mm-hmm. since I've seen it. Uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead, two. Probably Army of Darkness. Uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 are fives for me. Army of Darkness is probably a a very strong four or five. And I do think that those are better movies than this. So I think that's why it's going to sit at a four. But I think on the right day, it could be a a four and a half. And and that could even change, you know, as, as, I don't know, as this movie ages. Because... I do think it holds up, and it's going to continue to hold up, and we just don't get movies like it now. Like I said, it took me – I went through 12 years' worth of movies to find something like it, and we probably won't get another movie like either of those for quite some time. I wish wow. we did. I wish that yeah. became more of the trend versus whatever – what even is the – I guess we're still on like the maternal shit with horror movies. Um, Mostly. It, it was in there with – it was in Evil Dead uh, Rise. That was actually one of my – Issues with it is I'm like, okay. we've been doing this shit for 10 years. Babadook was 10 years ago, and we're still was doing... Was it really like, 10 already? Yeah, dude, 2013, wow. 2013, 14. We're still doing, like, motherly shit in horror movies, which I get it. That was the thing for a little while. I think Hereditary elevated it even more. But 
Um, oh, by the way, uh, speaking of, of Elevate, uh, I was watching uh, the la- – I wanted to text you guys, but I decided to save it for the show. I was watching The Last Drive-In on Shudder. Okay. And Joe Bob Riggs was talking about elevated horror, that, that term. It gets thrown around in that oh, so it a lot. A lot. Yes. And, and he Preachy just mentioned, horror is what he I mentioned in to. passing, and then he goes, he goes, by the way, I hate that term. I hate elevated horror. The only people that use elevated horror are people that hate horror. I agree. And <laughs> I was like, wow. First of all, like it's hard to – you know, find something that Joe Bob says that you don't agree with. Elevated just, from what, he's, by he's, the way? He, exactly. He was like, "That's a, that's a dumb word." We're all that's, groundlings down here in the like, fucking yeah. Muck. He's like, I mean, the only people the only people that use that cerebral as a, you know, horror. Yeah. They're using that as a positive term. Is someone who doesn't like the genre. They're, they they don't like everything else that we love about it. And I was like, shit, that's pretty profound. And I didn't even really think of it that way. But um, yeah, Dragging the Hell is great. And if you haven't seen it yet. You you absolutely should. It's great around Halloween time. I wish it was on TV more. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen it on like AMC Fear Fest, which is my Bible come September op- October. But it's a uh, it's, it's a huge recommend. There's a couple of things about it that I think need to at least be mentioned. I thought it was a cop out at first when I saw this movie where she doesn't give the coin to someone else and have the Lamia rip through them. But by the way, is a great fucking turn. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's in that movie. But it leads to her going to the grave and having the scene. This girl gets her hair ripped out of her head by a dead body so many times. Multiple in this times. Yes. And then she references it in the script. It's awesome. That's the last <laughs> hair you're going to get from me. It's just, there's so much shit where I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe not this. And then it ends up being fantastic. And the moment where she's like, I didn't want that old coat and I'm wearing this dress and she spins around and is all proud of herself and then gets dragged down to hell <laughs> right before. She doesn't fall on the third rail. The train doesn't fucking hit her. It's like, how do you even think the end of this movie up? And it's right after she admits that she could have gone ahead and given the old lady an extension, which is where you go, like, you're rooting for her the whole movie. Going, like, well, she didn't deserve. Well, maybe. Maybe she did. You disrespect me. It's like, it's like, by the way, give that woman a raise. Like, I hope she got some points on the back end of this goddamn thing. <laughs> that scene in there. And then when she just is in the back of the fucking car and you just see the outline of her head, you're like, oh. What the fuck? Is Ugh. this real? Is this happening? There's so many moments in this Un- movie that stand out. You see that, that whatever it is, the, the handkerchief fly around. Okay, that, yeah, that was... She catches it before it flies down her throat. It, it, Dude, got a, it, it was a little Frank Drebinish in one in more respect for <laughs> me like with the flying, the flying <laughs> handkerchief. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but and yeah, she I tears could... it in half and it starts like and stomping squealing. on it. It starts yes. like crying yeah. as she stomps on it. I love it, man. So I could play along with that. But yes, uh, Jimmy, what do you think, bud? I had so much fun with this movie. I can't believe I've never seen it before. Uh, It's a solid four for me. One of my favorite things that with all the gook and the stuff that they did that was gross and kind of cool, she got that nosebleed at the bank, and it was just a little bit of blood and a little drippage, and then she sneezed, and her boss was damn near covered. Did I, did I get any in my mouth? <laughs> did, I get a, did I get any in my mouth? Way, he's in a million movies. Yeah, he's, he's an all-time yeah. loser. He's great in... Um, he's, um, he's in City Slickers. Hold on, goddammit. Get Shorty. He's the one that fucking short... Get, uh, uh, yes! Ch- uh, Chili Palmer is going after. It's oh, all shit. my money! <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's fucking great. Uh, but they must have blown their entire PG-13 bu- uh, blood regiment in that one scene. Absolutely. There's, there's really no other blood in the, in the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. He's dancing. Embalming fluid, vomit, all that shit. That's <laughs> awesome. Dancing scene is so goddamn great. All right, good. I'm glad we watched that movie. It yeah, was- absolutely. It was, I was due for a rewatch. I did not catch it last Halloween, so I'm glad we, we finally got around to it. It was bad. Did you have something there? Good, I see you. 
No, I was just uh, saying that, you know, I'm really glad that we ended up watching it. I, I like filling in these gaps in my uh, in my movie regimen as life goes by. And I know that there are a lot of movies that I have not seen that you two gentlemen specifically are very, very fond of. And so I feel I, I like filling in those uh, those knowledge gaps. It's a big box to check is what I yeah. would say for that one. Um, I thought I posted this in the supporter chat. We shouldn't go out on a low note, but I guess we're going to. So... Um, we used to do a bit on this show where we took um, headlines. Yes. Right? Like, we actually sat down and decided whether or not we wanted to talk about uh, movie news. And one of the reasons why we decided to just review movies is because we all enjoy that. And, um, I, you know, the, the headlines can be it, somewhat... It became a vexing. bummer to sift through it. Because we had, yeah, we had an offline conversation yeah. of, hey, let's stop this because we can't find anything that makes us happy. And also... <laughs> There are so many headlines that are either you know telling you why something you like is bad or why something you don't like should be great or just there's a lot of spoilerific headlines that I was okay just sidestepping completely and just watching movies and talking about them instead. It is strange that a lot of the the, the blogs and uh, do they even call blogs anymore the sites yeah, yeah. the news sites that um that cover film they seem to be the most heavily invested in, in spoiling things. It's and very weird. This one was um I'm. I'm I've sworn off of what is it? Uh, slash. What are those? Screen rant. Screen rant oh, was the one that was the worst. Bad, Collider, dude. I think, is the worst of all of them. Okay. As far as printing uh, spoilers in the headlines. Film School Rejects still puts out good stuff. Okay. And, and I haven't I, checked that one. Yeah. I, I like them. Uh, Movie Web was my go to. And uh, I read this. This is not a spoiler. This is just um, the abs- thing. The absolute fucking idiot. James Gunn explains why he gender-swapped Cosmo for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Cosmo is a dog in a spacesuit. Mm-hmm. And I am aware of the character because I've read the comic books forever. It's a telekinetic dog in a spacesuit, yes. I, 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 Gender-swapping, first and foremost, I'd just rather not it be a thing that we have to debate constantly through all times. It's a dog in a fucking spacesuit. <laughs> a CGI dog in a spacesuit. That people are now arguing about, um, and it's why I happily will d- don't engage in these comic book movies because I feel like um, one of the reasons people said we were in the conflict in Iraq is because they thought it it drew all the consternation in the area there and it kept it away from us after nine eleven. Mm. I remember people making that argument, and I feel like comic book movies are ground zero for all of this shit. Everyone that's angry at each other, fucking for some reason, needing movies to represent everything in the world about the strife that's going on in our modern day society that fucking headline just triggered me in a way where i read it and said i'm so fucking glad that i don't participate in this <sighs> nonsense anymore did you read the explanation no okay because i didn't either yeah, i was yeah. wondering if there was an explanation it, there it's is like- uh and actually there, there's of course the the author's little comments below the headline said james gunn's reasoning for the switch is solid i bet it's not i, I bet it's just horseshit like all of this shit is horseshit um and i'd rather not get drawn into it because then I'm going to get mad and then I can see myself leaving a comment and then I'm going to post it somewhere and I get into a debate with somebody. And it's like, that's if you're running a blog, that's what you want. You want fucking people to do that. Yeah. Cause it all leads back to your, you know, your clicks. I, I just, I, I yearn for the day where it's like, all right, they wanted Stallone, but it's going to be snipes. But Jean-Claude Van Damme is still in the running. <laughs> you know, like that's, <laughs> that's movie news that I, that I would like movie to news. Read. You can use. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's over. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's uh, 
I would say That's, we don't need this. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest reason for me being glad that we're that we don't do the headline segment anymore is definitely the spoilers. Just the amount of stuff that was like, hey, here's the ending of that movie that's not coming out till Friday, explained in so, great detail. And I've, oh, by the way, here's the the entire snippet is in the subhead before you even click on anything. Yeah, on a Thursday problem. night, as a movie came out, said what that post credit sequence yeah. means. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I have a job. I haven't been able to go out and see this goddamn movie yet. I mean, we've talked about that's one of the reasons I enjoy the weekly release schedule for a lot of the streaming shows now, because I can watch an episode per week and I can watch an episode of a bunch of different shows, just like television used to be. Yeah. I can watch an episode of all of these different shows and keep up as opposed to, okay, 16 episodes of this or eight episodes of this just dropped and everyone who is going to be online tomorrow has watched them between midnight and the time I sit down to work the next day. And it's just like, man, at least I can get an hour in, but I can't do this. I can't do the full season in one sitting. No, and I wish I wish I could remember the last thing that came out where that was like clearly happening to me. And I'm like, Jesus, fuck. Like, you are all trying to ruin this for everyone else, aren't you? If you still cared about Stranger Things, that was... It wasn't that. that but I mean, but that's... <laughs> that's what, believe believe that, me, though. I but, don't. But if you did, that was, that was the yeah. last like monumental one that was just you couldn't get away from it. And I was just like, I'm kind of glad I punched out a few episodes into season three and every once in a while I think well maybe I'll go back and try it again and that's Don't just the deluge of, of posts I just kind of go nah I'm okay I'm when okay they, over they, here when everyone on earth lost their minds about the fucking uh, the master of puppets fucking guitar solo yeah. and I watched the scene I'm like oh, I love Metallica this is gonna be great they're fighting demons with Metallica and I was like that that is that is that it's exactly what you were saying about horror it's for people that don't listen to that music and they have no connection to it whatsoever. And it, it's it's a vehicle. It's a vessel for normies. Uh, tomorrow, 9 a.m., Mortal Kombat 12 trailer. Oh, I, I did I see am, that it was coming. I am excited. I, I saw that announcement as well. Hopefully no Mortal Kombat 2 movie. That would be tremendous. And that's <laughs> cancel that whole goddamn thing. Oh, man. We could just fucking... Well, I mean, speaking of headlines. Yes. I did find one here. It's um, 100, le- 100 reasons why people who hate Skinamarink are completely wrong. Oh. And why their friends should accept the fact that, that they're just dealing with dollars. Oh, I'd love to chop So we can go up. buy these one by one. You're like, not going to plug my website, at least, while you're fucking reading my own headline, dude? <laughs> Facebook.com slash I mean, I'd like two. to go through these one by one like and actually itemize each one of them and dissect the reasons why. Tubi and I, me to a lesser extent, but Tubi's right and, and Dukes is wrong. Right, well, if that's I'm, okay with you. I'm tired of talking dukes i just want to go to my shack with my friends and get drunk